I dream of how we used to be in the day, the less convenient day. And how far from how that is today. Oh, golly gee, Miss Susie B, won't you come back home? Welcome to the IDP show. I'm your host, Josh Raymer, joined in the pod palace and the virtual pod palace tonight by a whole host of IDP heroes. On my right, Adam Markham across the table, Evan Ronda and Bobby Reynolds in the house. In the middle here, we got Connie and Dr. Lisas. And joining us virtually, we've got Trip, Joey, John Macri. Fellas, how the hell are we? We're at pick 19. A lot of stuff has gone down. Let's just go around the table here. Addy, how are you, Han? Doing well, Joshy. Absolute honor and privilege to be here amongst such fine men. As you can tell, Addy has off work tomorrow, so things are growing great. <laughs> Dr. Lezis, welcome down from Columbus. How are you, my friend? Thank you for having me. Doing fantastic. Thank Good. you. Good to have you in the house. Connie, welcome in. Uh, thanks for joining us. Yeah, we, pleasure to be here. We always enjoy having your, you know, your musk and your presence. There's some musk and there is some presence and uh, see how much draft analysis I can chip in on tonight. <laughs> Bobo. Some of us are just here for the yuck yuck folks. Bobo, how are you, man? I'm just here. So I don't get fined. That's a great answer. I love that energy. Evan, welcome in from Phoenix, Arizona. How's it feel to be down here in BG with us? Feels amazing. And I have to tell you, I'm trying as hard as I can not to lose my mind right now because new Orleans has gifted me two amazing gifts. First, they let the Suns win there about 30 minutes Congratulations. ago. Congratulations. And second, they just took offensive tackle Trevor Penning wow. with the number 19th pick. So Malik Willis to the Steelers is in play. It certainly could be. Oh, my wow. goodness. Folks. It's not going to happen. It's not going to happen. You watch it. It's going to go with Desmond Ritter just Are to be weird. people from Phoenix Phoenicians? <laughs> Let's just start there. Are people from Phoenix what now? Phoenicians. 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 Is that the, like, Evan is a noted Phoenician. Is that how would you say, like, I'm a Bowling Greenian? Like, yes. how would you say that? We're actually Bowling Greeners, Connie. I think we're called sunburn. <laughs> that could work too. Let's I just had to get that out of the way. I want to hit with here the... quickly. John Macri. Uh, first off, let's get the update we've all been waiting for. How is Miles doing? He's doing great. Yeah, he's home right now. He's sleeping, I think. I got my headphones on, so it's not my problem tonight. <laughs> That's right. Uh, my son isn't going to sleep a wink with these idiots in the house, but yeah. uh, we're happy to have you on the on the stream back in the IDP game. Good to have you back, John. Joey, how are you, my friend? I'm doing fantastic. Just uh, two floors below the daughter, so I don't have to worry about her waking up. So we're good. Perfect. That's beautiful. And Trip, welcome <laughs> in, my friend. Always good to have you on the stream. How are you doing? Thanks, man. I'm doing well. I got three little kids downstairs, and you know, one of them could wake up at any time and disrupt us. So just, just be ready. So this is not the most professional set in the world, as you can tell. So <laughs> <We're> <laughs> just just I personally like the dump truck in the back. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. That's right. That's that's right. Let me look at dark dump truck, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, fellas, we are here. Pick 19 has just been announced. Evan, you said it was uh, Trevor Penning. So, uh, looks like we'll, we'll keep you all posted. That's kind of the entry point here where we're coming in, right around pick number 19. So, um, John, let's kick things off. Top of the draft. It was a near historic run for defensive players. We knew this was the strength of the draft. And the first five picks, all defense for only the second time uh, in the history of the draft, 1991, was when six 
defensive players went off the board all five night. The Jags going with Trayvon Walker. The Lions going with Aiden Hutchinson. The Texans going with Derek Stingley. The Jets going with Sauce Gardner. And the Carolina Panthers going with Kayvon Thibodeau. So which of those moves is the biggest needle mover for you in terms of IDP? Is it Aiden Hutchinson to Detroit? Yeah, I mean, I, I think it's Hutchinson, right? Like he, to me, is the number one player on the board uh, coming into the draft. He was the most dominant player at his position last season. Uh, he does everything well. He's a great run defender. He's a great pass rusher, obviously. Um, and now the Lions, they, I mean, they, they were gifted him because the Jags went ahead and took, uh, they took the athletic project, right? Trayvon Walker. So we'll see how it works out. I'm not like the biggest fan of him, but I could understand why you would go after a guy with elite athletic traits like that. Um, number one overall is, is a tough spot to, to take that shot, but, uh, you know, they went ahead and did it and, uh. Now the the Lions, I think, got the best player, and the and the Giants taking Kayvon Thibodeau at five uh, was a really really nice pick for them. So, yeah, I love that, John or uh, Trip. I know that John has made his feelings clear on Trayvon Walker. I think he had him as his fifth ranked edge in this class. So, what do you think of the fit for Trayvon Walker in Jacksonville? Is this a death knell for his IDP value or is he going to have opportunity? Does it depend on where they line him up? What are your thoughts on the number one overall pick? Well, he's going to have plenty of opportunities to blitz. That's what I expect in that defense. And he'll play a little bit more of a outside linebacker role. So maybe that helps him acclimate a little bit that he's not taking on as many, as many tackles in a, in a hard edge setting roles. He might otherwise in another spot, but he's a developmental player. I mean, it's, I, I saw somebody and I can't give him credit because I can't remember who it was, but tweeted out something like that. Are you really going to put Trayvon Walker over Aiden Hutchinson because he has 1% more athleticism? I was like, that sounds about right. <laughs> so I don't think he's a bad play, but I mean, this year you're not going to get any kind of production. I mean, you're, what's your ceiling? Odafe always production from last year. I, I find that to be, and from an IDP standpoint, uh, easily passed for Aiden Hutchinson. <clears throat> Babo, you picked up the mic. I think you wanted to chime in something about Owe or about the pick that the Steelers just made. <laughs> yeah, I was going to uh, address that for a trip, but uh, Evan has an important announcement. Evan, <laughs> my important announcement is with the uh, 20th overall pick, the Steelers have broken my heart and selected Kenny Pickett. As their new quarterback, Kenny. Oh, baby hands. I was gonna say Kenny Pickett and his hands tiny Pickett. baby hands. Wow. Pitt. That's the marketing oh, pick right there. So the Pats probably take uh, Willis here, right? <laughs> the Pats take Willis. <laughs> that would be amazing. Thought of a Green Bay taking Willis right too. Anybody here watched It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia? Yes. John, I is picture I picture now. Kenny Pickett as Charlie Day's <laughs> uncle. With yeah, yeah, Jack, man. Jack Kelly. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so we've gotten a little bit of analysis here on uh, Trayvon Walker, Aiden Hutchinson, Joey. What do you think about uh, Kayvon Thibodeau landing with the New York Giants? You like the fit there in New York? Uh, yeah, actually, I really like the fit with New York. Uh, they now have two incredibly young talented edge rushers and then Aziz Ojolari. They already have talent in the middle of the defensive line with uh, Dexter Lawrence. So that, that defensive line is going to be pretty, pretty strong and incredibly young because I think Lawrence just had his fifth year pick option picked up. So, I mean, he's like the elderman on that line. So 
I mean, the Giants defense was pretty strong last year for having a pretty crappy record, but add Thibodeau to that, and I think it's, it's he's a significant upgrade from Lorenzo Carter, so I think it's a great fit. What about you, Trip? Fan of the fit with Thibodeau there with the Giants? Well, I just think he's an impact player, so I, I like that a lot. I mean, he's a different player than Lorenzo Carter, so I'm curious to see what they do there. Except, but then again, we got to change the defensive coordinator with Wing Martindale coming in, so we're just lining people back and letting them pin their ears, pin their ears back. So I, it's interesting, but um, no, I, I think he's exciting. I mean, you got those like um, Joey said, you got two guys there that have a lot of upside. Future's bright there for that defense. So. Wingman Martindale's been in the league for a long time. He'll he'll figure out how to put these guys to work. And bigger question for me is that secondary, the cornerbacks in particular. But but in the meantime, that that front is starting to come together for him. Yeah, for sure. It's uh, <clears throat> the Giants have to be thrilled getting both Evan Neal and Kayvon Thibodeau, two players that easily could have been number one overall picks in this draft. So the next really relevant IDP piece, you have Stingley and Sauce going three and four to the Texans and Jets. The next real IDP relevant piece uh, is we can talk about Jordan Davis here in a sec, but John Kyle Hamilton to the Baltimore Ravens. Um, I know we have a very excited Aaron Evers in our Twitter DM right now, but I'm curious, what do you think this does to Kyle Hamilton's IDP value? Yeah. I mean, I, I like it for him because the, I mean, the Ravens, they, they already played a, a lot of uh, like one linebacker looks. I think, I think we were talking off, off mic or offline before Tripp mentioned it saying that they could play a lot more time now because Kyle Hamilton was like, I think he was the highest graded safety in the box last season uh, for us. Like when he lined up specifically in the box and that was coverage and overall. And I mean, he just does everything. He's a great run defender, uh, great in coverage, has great range, and he's got linebacker size, right? So he could wrap up, make tackles, uh, and and shoot the gap. So it's pretty exciting if you're if you're a, a Kyle Hamilton dynasty manager. For those who've drafted already, um, it's definitely a, a a solid landing spot. With that one, Washington would have been a good one as well. But um, yeah, Aaron sent us his pantsless video so props to him for doing that and uh, all right we're gonna yeah, I think show that here live on the stream everyone we're gonna pause just a second uh to go ahead and get demonetized by youtube so uh here we go addy we talked about this with uh sig on the last pod yesterday how high should an idp go in this draft he made the case that someone could be taken at three in this rookie draft so kyle hamilton specifically landing with the ravens you heard john's analysis there does this make Kyle Hamilton, a first round pick in rookie drafts? I don't think so. I don't think you I don't think you go crazy there. He's he's definitely a second round pick. Uh, but yeah, there's no sense in we don't you don't have to do that. Yeah. We've never no one's ever done that here, right? No one on this stream's ever done that, taking a safety in the first round of a rookie I've draft. I've never seen a safety go in the first round. Yeah. We're not going to start. Slowly does the Homer Simpson into the bushes gift. Connor has done that. <laughs> yeah. Connor's for sure taking a safety. That's like actually Connor's go to move yeah. every year. He just drafts Bob Sanders in in the Moria every year at the 102. So, uh, Baba, what about you, man? Where does, uh, if if not first round, where does Kyle Hamilton come off the board in your ideal draft? Um, I mean, we still have some running backs to go, so that's kind of interesting as well to see where, you know, three of these guys, four of these running backs might kind of get in there. But I could almost maybe argue that Hamilton to Baltimore would maybe be better than Hamilton to Washington. You know, Cole Holcomb, Damon Davis. 
Pat Queen is not good. You know, what do they still have there? Malik Harrison. Um, Tripp yeah. can speak to that a little bit. I know Tripp pretty much hates, I believe, that whole linebacking core there in Baltimore. <laughs> he does. He talks about it openly every day. How but much as far, he hates them. As far as, like, racking up some tackles and stuff, I love that for Hamilton. I mean, like, I could see high second. I'm okay with, you know, valuing him. Maybe, like, we're going to see some of these, like, you know, Jacoby Deans and um, um, what's the uh, the other Jacoby dude? Dean. Uh, Jacoby Dean. Jacoby no. Brissett. Dean. Jacoby Brissett Dean. And then uh, Muma. <laughs> Muma. Old Gary Davenport. Full so. Muma rising. Love it, Muma up there. Love it. All right, Evan, I think the next pick is in. We have the New England Patriots selecting. Yeah, I'm getting conflicting reports for the first time ever. Ooh, okay. They're both drafting cornerback Trent McDuffie and okay. also trading back. So I think Bill Belichick just broke the draft. Again, <laughs> he, just, so. he just broke <laughs> back the, to Bill. He broke the He's simulation. <laughs> All right. Well, yeah. Well, yeah. They're like, we call dibs. We are trading back. But dibs on McDuffie. Um, well, yeah. While we're sitting here, we're watching the NFL Network stream. Kenny Pickett staying in pit, going to the Steelers. Evan, you were hoping for Malik Willis. How do you feel about Kenny Pickett as a consolation prize? Yeah, I mean, as far as consolation prizes go, it's the best consolation prize that's not named Malik Willis. And I'm also not going to pretend to be the one person in the world that just knows Malik Willis is better than Kenny Pickett. So I'll be open-minded. I'll let my heart stay fragile and willing to break. And, uh, you know, we'll just see how things go from here. But my expectations are not that high. Hey, but he went to pit. <laughs> Evan's heart will break on the 38th fumble of the year when his tiny baby hands just keep dropping the ball. And you're about to drop the beer. And he wears a glove. Traded up, and the Chiefs are on the clock right now, by the way. Ooh, okay. Wow. Well, Connie, while we're waiting. Could this be Malik? While we're waiting to see. (laughs) It is. We're getting rid of Mahomes. (laughs) See you, buddy. Connor, as the resident fan of an AFC South team, what do we think about A.J. Brown going to the Philadelphia Eagles? I'm happy to see him out of the division, but that was a wild-ass trade. I've been like hate scrolling uh, on Twitter, just watching all my Titans fans just have a total meltdown, and it's just been so <laughs> enjoyable to watch. Um, oh man, that's a you bummer. Like you don't, you no longer have AJ Brown. That sucks. Yeah, he's gone. We we can go see him. We, we, we should mention four years, hundred million dollar contract signed with the Eagles. Connie, do you like the fit there? Jalen Hurts, Devontae Smith. Was that the Colts pick from Wentz that did uh, that for Philly? I think so. Yes, I believe it was. Yes, it was. It. Yeah, I think it was. They, or was it one of the ones they traded to the Saints? Because they had like three, like within. I think I saw that come days. across. It was we were tied to the Wentz. Oh wow! So what you're saying mm-hmm. is you could have traded for AJ Brown. Yeah, in a way, yeah. Yeah. AJ Brown's oh, supposed to be on the Colts right now. God, there's an alternate reality where that's the case. Okay, so the Patriots did in fact trade out of that pick, and it looks like the Chiefs are now oh, boy. on the board at 21. Uh, what do we think here, Lizzie? Do we think they're going uh, with a wide receiver? Yeah, I, think, I think that's the thought there, right? Um, the the question is, what are the, I mean, receivers that are left available? George Pickens. George Pickens. Right there, who else is out there? up to get George Pickens. From I don't Sky see that. Moore. Sky Moore. Yeah. Sky Moore. Mm-hmm. Johan Dotson. Could, nah, could they went. be going? Dotson's gone. Dotson oh, went to yeah. the Commanders. <laughs> Yeah, do we think it could be Who's Edge? Do we think they could be Jermaine Johnson? Johnson? It, is, it is Trent McDuffie. It is Trent McDuffie to the Chiefs? Yes. I thought oh, the wow. Patriots called Dibs. Oh, okay, yeah. <laughs> the Chiefs the did not respect the Dibs. Wow. You hate to see it. <laughs> Patriots getting banged in I think about Jermaine Johnson's going to Baltimore at 23. Bill, Bill Belichick might fight wow. somebody on the draft tonight. 
<laughs> his dog might fight someone. No, his he's son's going with his one, mullet. Yeah, yeah, the mullet. Son is easily locked away somewhere. I know that boy is up to no good. That boy is trouble. All right, Joey, I want your take here on, uh, let's see, Jordan Davis to the Philadelphia Eagles at 13. We talked a little bit with Sig about how we should be valuing Jordan Davis or IDP and where we thought he might land. Middle of the draft felt about right. So I'm curious what you think of the fit there uh, alongside Addy, who was the Milton Williams, right? Yeah, Milton Williams. There you go. So how do we like the fit alongside Milton Williams and Philadelphia? <laughs> Did they resign Fletcher Cox too? Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. yeah. Cox yeah. is still there. I mean, oh, yeah. Jordan yeah, Davis didn't that. really excite <laughs> me at all for IDP purposes. I mean, he's a fantastic player. He's a good NFL player, but I don't think he's going to move the needle too much IDP-wise. I mean, he's not like a, a significant pass rusher by any means. He's just kind of a a lane clogger and a gap filler, but he takes on as many blocks as possible and he's super strong and athletic, but he's not going to be a guy who's going to pick up sacks for you. Trip, I feel like you'd have a good perspective on this. Are you typically taking defensive tackles at all in a rookie draft? Or well, I am if you- the right player. Like, you know, yeah. if, if it's a guy who profiles as a clear three tech with the ability to come in and disrupt pretty early on in his career, then I'm pretty interested, but that's not Jordan Davis. Jordan Davis comes in and plays zero and one tech. And I think that Javon Hargrave has the ability to move over and play more of a three tech role, which I think is pretty interesting. And he flashed, he showed some things last year as, you know, as pass rusher playing one technique versus Fletcher Cox. Fletcher Cox to me relegates to kind of a rotational backup pass rusher. And then you got, um, you got these two guys with Davis and Hargrave clogging up the middle and empowers the Eagles to show more multiple fronts than they have more underfronts than they have historically done under these uh, coaches. And Milton Williams plays the big end role. And that's a really interesting line to me. I like that. I like that a lot for the Eagles. And I think that, you know, you've got now Hassan Reddick playing the strong side linebacker. I think it gives them a lot of options and a lot of flexibility in their fronts. And I'm particularly interested now in Hargrave. And that's what I was thinking about when I mocked him to mock Jordan Davis to the Eagles. Uh, in my in my mock draft, obviously, so I'm I'm excited about that pick, but not because of Jordan Davis's fantasy value, but because of Javon Hargrave's fantasy value, and to a lesser extent, Milton Williams's fantasy value. <clears throat> John, let's pivot quickly and talk about uh, uh, a stock up. One of your favorite players that Addy now gets to enjoy on our main XFFL roster, Rashad Bateman, gets an arrow up with the departure of Hollywood Goodbye, Brown John. to the Arizona Cardinals. So. Give me your thoughts on what this means for Hollywood Brown. What does this mean for Rashad Bateman? And what does it mean for Addy's heart? Yeah, it's great for Addy's heart. And so, well, the Ravens are coming up here at at 23. Um, and uh, I'm hearing a lot about Sky Moore, uh, George Pickens, any wide receiver that could potentially put a dent in that in that heart of his, that heart of gold. Um, gold. <laughs> I don't know no, what was going to come out of his mouth there, but I was definitely there's mad. nothing much. But yeah, Rashad Bateman, obviously, that's I mean that's huge. That's amazing for him. Uh, and yeah, Miami Marquis Hollywood Browns. They got like these kind of like, um, I mean, yeah, Brown's more of like a he's a he's a burner, right? He's a, he's the speed guy. Rondell Moore's kind of the yak guy. So they they're they're collecting a little bit. They got Zach Ertz, who you know he's more just like a possession tight end kind of thing. So. We'll see. I don't. I don't really understand why the Cardinals felt the need to to move a first round pick for him. But it's yeah. I, all I can think about is is Rashad Bateman right now. So how much you miss him? I miss you, him. I miss him. Apparently. You famously created the Wolverine meme of Connie with a picture of Andrew Luck. 
Right. And uh, it's probably one of my guys, Connie SMDHs across the room. Uh, yeah. So is this you now with, uh, with, with your baby? Yeah, it feels a little bit like that right now. Yeah, he's gone forever. I'll tell you that. Uh oh, yeah, Evan's yeah. got a very shocked look on his face. So we go now live oh. for I'm guessing the Green Bay pick. Who do we got? Please wow. tell me. Samuel. With the number 22 pick in the oh, 2022 shit. NFL draft, the Green Bay Packers have decided to stick with the piss off Aaron Rodgers strategy <laughs> and have drafted linebacker Quay Walker. Wow. Oh wow. <laughs> Oh my God, Rogers! This Rogers just threw Shailene Woodley off a cliff somewhere. In like Malibu. Like she, they're gonna find her murdered body. Jordan loves him. The there's like, man, this guy's just gonna quit. Yeah, this dude is gonna absolutely massacre someone. Is he on a live stream anywhere, Aaron Rodgers? Yeah, hopefully not. Because if he is, he just walked off. Uh, well, plus they just signed. Devondre Campbell to a five-year deal too. Exactly. That's what makes this so surprising. Trip. Uh, Quay Walker was a, a guy we talked up as a potential sleeper for your IDP squads, but first linebacker off the board, what the hell are we supposed to make out of this selection? Yeah, I've, I've been seeing some buzz about that. I mean, I know what buzz is worth. You see it here and there about him might be the top overall linebacker, but it reminds me of Trevon Walker again. It's like, well, what are we doing? I mean, we're just, we're, we got accomplished guys out there like Devin Lloyd and Aiden Hutchinson, and we're just taking these projections and moving them up there. I just, and then to so the Packers, is like, are they going, I mean, Okay, so he plays what seventy five percent of the snaps. I mean, how how exciting is that Friday P? Not super exciting. Yeah. If Campbell's going to be out there full time, but making fifty million dollars over five. <clears throat> Mike Renner said the uh, Quay Walker comp in the PFF draft guide was Devondre Campbell. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit! <laughs> they just wanted two Devondre Campbells. Wow. They're like, the hey, bills. hear us out, Aaron. We have two of the same guy now. The Bills have just traded up. They're on the clock right now. Okay. They traded so, up two spots. You wonder if this is for maybe everyone's saying running back. Everyone's saying like Brees Hall kind of like juice that running game a little bit. They traded up above Dallas and the Ravens. Yeah. Yeah, it can't be running yeah. back. The line, then, right? The line. Yeah, it feels like Malik Willis to me. <laughs> Daddy, I'm so glad you're here. <laughs> I'm so glad you're in this room with me right now. How did you get stuck in the box with me? I feel like I drew the short straw. You here. wanted me over here. You know you did, babe. You love that smell. Yeah. You can get you enough of it. So, Pheromones. Get in your was, horny. John, do we think that there are any more linebackers that go around one? Do we still think N'Kobe Dean makes it in now? Does Devin Lloyd make it in now? I mean, I'd be surprised if Devin Lloyd doesn't go somewhere here. I mean, I know... I mean, the Bills trading up, I don't think they would trade up for a linebacker just positional value-wise. I think Tremaine Edmonds is still on his way out. But, I mean, Dallas maybe, the Titans. you got to figure the Patriots. Titans are going to cut Zach Cunningham, right? Like, saves them $10 million for I would for think so, yeah. And then, yeah, New England, like you said, Joe, yeah. So, I feel like Devin Lloyd can still go somewhere. I uh, would like to read a... Uh... A comment from Kyle Belly Fuel. Please don't. <laughs> oh no! Is it good? Is it good? This says, "Good thing I am hammered at a at uh, my buddy's bar." <laughs> Poor I didn't Kyle. know how expletive late that was going to be, but uh, that's pretty good. I love that from Kyle. It's nothing like doing your disappointment of Packers fans during draft night. Man, it's crazy. <laughs> no, he's. So used to it at this point. It's I would that say. like it's that Ben Affleck meme where he's just sitting there staring off into space while promoting Batman v Superman. Like 
what <laughs> what have we done like why do i keep doing this to myself so all right let's see any other idp relevant picks here that you guys want to discuss it's been a lot of offensive line cornerback wide receiver we've only had the one quarterback go off the board so far um babo do you think the uh Malik Willis goes in the first round now with the uh, Steelers passing on him at 20. Um, not a ton of like quarterback needy teams, right? Dallas Titans. is good. Baltimore's good. Titans. 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 Minnesota they, could take him. Tannehill, they save a lot of money. Cousins, what, the one year contract, right? Correct. Yeah, Minnesota could definitely take him. That would be fascinating. Hey, real quick here the Bills probably not good for the receivers. They just selected <laughs> cornerback Hayer Elam. Okay, Kair Elam. A lot of corners going off the board here. Uh, so, yeah, you got to wonder, does Dallas go linebacker here with Leighton Vanderneck and Jabril Cox as the only real options behind Micah Parsons? Uh, do they go edge? Do they go Jermaine Johnson to replace uh, Randy Gregory walking out the door? So, uh, Joey, you're on the board here as Dallas. Which direction are you going? Here at I guess they're pick twenty-four. Honestly, I'm probably going offensive line. I'm just gonna that that's been like the key to their success for their offense over the years, and it's starting to thin out. So I think there's there's enough tackles on the board. There's you can grab a uh, Lindenbaum at center. I mean, there's still talented offensive line there. So I would probably go either tackle or center. Well, Connie, we know that uh, Jerry Jones loves to do unpredictable stuff. So uh, if you're sitting right there, if the yeah, if you're sitting there in the uh, Dallas war room, you going edge rusher, you going wide receiver help, you going linebacker. What do you think? What does Dallas need? You know, admittedly, I'm not as tuned into this draft as I normally would be since the Colts don't have a first round pick. But this is a pretty draft deep draft for receiver and edge rusher, right? That's right. It's kind of the two. Yep. Okay. I don't feel like you can ever get enough edge rushers. You know, if you're not sure on a receiver, you know, keep keep kind of filling the well there until you you get enough guys that you know you've got you know younger guys you can rotate in or find a place for so that'd be my guess i don't have anybody particular in mind but i i, I don't i don't see jerry jones like trading back or anything that's just so no, not that's him. not his MO. he's gonna pick someone yeah so let me ask you before you relax yeah before you fade off into oblivion connie which we do appreciate you being here past your bedtime of yes. uh, 7 30 p.m they gotta get me back in the home and in with <laughs> the warm gonna glass say, of gotta get your slippers on in your robe um so we won't be on live uh yes or tomorrow for the second round the colts have their first pick somewhere in the 40s who do we, we who do we we'll want be drunk first, Mass. yeah who do we want for indy there with our first pick in the second round while we're sitting here waiting good question um i hope it's a receiver they need some offensive help yep they do uh, i could see ballard trade back he's really good in the second and third round um so who knows I, if a guy like wandell it may be too early i've been on him all year it, it may be a little early at that point in the second he may be like a third <laughs> round guy maybe a little further um but i just I, I watched him so much at kentucky man he has so many good qualities got great yak good hands wasn't a receiver initially. I think he was quarterback, if I'm not mistaken. Um, knows the game really well. Um, reminds me a lot of T.Y., whereas I think if you bring a guy like T.Y. back and have a guy, whether even if it's not Wandell, but just some kind of receiver that can learn to – don't have big expectations for him, but, hey, you're learning from new receivers coach Reggie Wayne, 
T.Y. Hilton as he's heading out the door, kind of like how T.Y. did with, you know, Reggie when he first got there. Um, so that, that's what I hope for. They've got to invest in that offense or they'll just be another, you know, nine-win team. Max. Good analysis, Connie. I'm hoping for a wide receiver as well. God knows we need the help there. So give us some uh, – cornerback would be nice as well. Uh, but, yeah, offensive line help would be great. Uh, we need a right guard. We need a left tackle. We need some wide receiver help. Um, so a lot of different directions we can go. John, I want to get your take here with the guys that are still left on the board. IDPs. Let's do some ideal landing spots. Let's play some matchmaker. So we've got Dallas, Baltimore, Tennessee, Tampa Bay, Green Bay, New Orleans, Kansas City, Cincinnati, and Minnesota left on the board. Let's match up. Let's play matchmaker. Who would you like to see land somewhere that would boost their IDP stock? Okay. Um, I mean, Jermaine Johnson just keeps falling. If he falls to Kansas City, I'd love that. Um, they're pretty desperate for edge rusher. They have, I was going to say Frank Clark, but he's pretty ass. So I, I don't think they have anybody. <laughs> John uh, <laughs> only ever calls Frank Clark ass. There's no <laughs> other adjective that he uses to describe. Yeah. yeah. He's, he's trash. I mean, so I, I like Jermaine Johnson in Kansas city, if I could. And I, I mean, if, if Tennessee can grab Devin Lloyd, even Dallas, I don't mind Dallas taking Devin Lloyd. Those are the two teams that I like in round one for Devin Lloyd, uh, Dallas and Tennessee, Jermaine Johnson, Kansas City. Other than that, Nicobe Dean, I guess, could take one of those linebacker spots too, but uh, it might be a little early. I think Nicobe Dean's going to Green Bay at 28. Oh, my God. <laughs> Can you imagine? Kyle's just going to send us a, uh, his obituary. Somebody yeah, read Kyle's this. Gonna he's going to smoke self-immolate them all before they go to bed. somewhere. <laughs> We'll, we'll find his chart corpse tomorrow. Uh, <laughs> Lee, let's shift gears here while we're waiting for this Dallas pick to come in. Give us a recap. Congratulations, you and Bobo, both Rams fans. We have you in the house now. Congrats. The Rams hosted Lombardi. Fantastic season. What do you think of what the Rams have done this offseason? How do you like the Allen Robinson move? What do you think about bringing in B-Wag? Some big additions for the defending champs. Yeah. The the Bobby Wagner, the Bobby Wagner um, signing I loved right because we haven't had anybody that could fill that hole since Corey Littleton left right. That's right. Corey Littleton was awesome there, but at the same time you wonder um, what a guy like Bobby Wagner can do because Corey Littleton he went to the Raiders and then we haven't heard a peep from him since right. Bobby Wagner's a little a, a lot better than Corey Littleton at that point. So if you have a guy like Bobby Wagner behind a guy like Aaron Donald, I'm just I'm really excited to see how that defense can step it up and and play at a different level than what they have in the past. And they've been a top defense for a while now. You just had that. Yeah. Freaking Ernest Jones, am I right? <laughs> I knew as soon as Bobby picked up the mic, he was going to say there's, so, there's only so, so many reasons Bobby picks up the mic if we're talking Chevys, if we're talking Ernest Jones. Uh, that's really about it. That's the only two reasons I can think of. That's right. He's mad about something. There's a cloud about to be yelled at. So, Lee, let's switch to the offensive side here. Allen Robinson in and Robert Woods out. Do you like the swap C there at wide receiver for the Rams? 
I think I like it. You can't have too many guys that have a torn ACL on one offense, right? <laughs> That's because true. at some point they were going to have because Cooper Cup tore his ACL, Robert Woods tore his ACL, the guy like OBJ who tore his ACL not once but twice, right? So I think overall from a health as- aspect, I like it. Um, Allen Robinson was really good for for the Jaguars. Two two Atwell. He tore oh, something. Two two. That was the worst second round pick I've ever seen. <laughs> Is, he's a two-two believer. That was like a fifth, fifth round rookie. Pick. <laughs> yeah, just let it go. He Still took. But uh, I think with a guy like Matthew Stafford, you surround him with talent, no matter who it is. Um, in an offense like that, the dude's a gunslinger. So, um, I I think I do like the Allen Robinson take there because that. Wide receiver core is just stupid because I still love Van Jefferson there who can take it over the top too. I mean, we all love this because we hate the Titans, but the Titans are going to struggle this year. Yeah. Rookie, you know, wide receiver and Burks, whatever. That's fun. But Robert Woods is 30 off a torn ACL. Um, Eric Henry's 28. Eric Henry about to get like 300 carries with a metal rod in his foot. Yeah. Call Titans. Yeah. Got a rod. And then do we think that uh, this is the last year of Tannehill there as well? I mean, would we be shocked to see them take a Malik Willis, a Desmond Ritter, um, you know, any of these quarterbacks at this point? It's a great time for Connie to be uh, eating Zion. <laughs> Connie has to eat whenever he can. So 941 at night, sure. Perfect time. To How old is Tannehill? Probably 33. Mid-30s? Yeah. He's about us. He's feeling the pain every single day <laughs> when he wakes up. He's grunting every time he Josh stands up. So uh, you have yeah. 33. You have 33. Stafford in our main league. Yeah. How uh, perfect world for A-Rob. Where does he finish? Um, I think we had this conversation, right? Like what was the ideal outcome? No, it was Juju, right? We were forecasting sure. yep. what uh, I think Juju looked like in that Chiefs offense. So um, I think A-Rob, geez, with Cooper Cup there. Um, man, um, I don't know, 70 catches, like 800 yards, maybe somebody, okay. uh, five, six or seven touchdowns. I like so, it. So, I mean, I think it's going to be prolific. I think this offense is absolutely going to light it up. So, um, I also didn't realize because I had, I had Matt Ryan with the Falcons. Mm-hmm. Now I have the cold starting quarterback in our main league. So oh, Cowboys yeah, let's just go. Made their selection. Who do we have, Evan? Offensive yeah. tackle, Tyler Smith. Wow. This is uh, disappointing. I was hoping for some sauce there with uh, maybe a defensive pick. This is setting up for a really exciting day two. Yeah, for real. Yeah. I think there's going to be a lot of defensive talent. Trip, we have um, Jermaine Johnson here as Daniel Jeremiah's number nine player on the big board left in the draft room do you think that there's a fit for him do you think he gets snatched up here in the first round by one of these teams yeah i think he makes sense somewhere here in the first round uh this uh, we got the ravens on the clock there i mean that's 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 not a bad fit right there actually and i don't i don't just uh don't dislike that at all so we'll see where he where he goes i'm just i it's um uh, as a cowboys fan i'm glad to see they got some help in the offensive line i think there's a perception that the the Cowboys have a good offensive line, but it's really right now Zach Martin and some guys. I mean, we had Tyron Smith is long in the tooth and lost two guys to free agency. So I'm glad to see them invest in the offensive line. That's who uh, that was my second choice after um, after Zion Johnson, who's gone several picks ago. So, but uh, I think Jermaine Johnson. Uh, I mean, I just saw a guy tweet a second ago. Uh, uh, the um, uh, well-known reporter. I, lost his name here. I lost the tweet, but he said that Jermaine Johnson is not sliding. Good player, not elite, 
just looking for the right fit, the right personality. So I, that's interesting to take there. So from uh, Charles from I can't remember Charles's name from from Yahoo.com, but a good a good insight there I think from where he goes. But we'll see. I, I like the, I like him as, as the Raven as a Raven, quite honestly. That that makes a lot of sense. I'd seen Karloftis mock there, so another edge I think makes a lot of sense. Evan, you are doing the rookie rankings along with our boy Boo Bam for RSO. Those will be out on Monday. How has the draft shaken up your rookie rankings thus far? It's it's really just such a small sample size. I was expecting more information here, more relevant players to be drafted. So I'll be more able to answer that question tomorrow. But so far, it seemed pretty chalk with the exception of obviously that first round linebacker getting drafted to a team that only uses one primary linebacker. I mean, they only used two linebackers on like 60-something percent of snaps last year. So I can't imagine that there's going to be two really relevant guys there. So maybe Quay Walker could be, you know, kind of a fade. Let people draft him based on his draft capital and not on his projected usage. Player for player-wise right now, who would you move for Kyle Hamilton now that we know landing spot? Hmm. You're talking, yeah. Like, so you I mean, probably what Buda Baker, Antoine Winfield, Xavier McKinney, that range already. He's already immediately a top safety, right? Yeah. See, what, what is he in Dynasty right now? Just I mean, if you're in. if you had a startup right now, John, would would you probably take him behind Derwin James, obviously, and then it's Jeremy Chin, or or is it or is it just immediately Kyle Hamilton? I mean, he's or, already he's already top five, right? Oh yeah, it's got to be close. Yeah. Yeah, I still go Derwin, Chin. I mean, Jamal Adams, S. Right. Um, it, it, that's where that's where you start to think, right? I mean, I think even I think literally after Derwin James, you start thinking Kyle Hamilton. Yeah, yeah it's got to be close. Yeah. Or maybe sense. Hamilton over Derwin. Well, like, let's not get carried away. Bobby. Not even close. Let's not get carried away. <laughs> <laughs> Those fight words. Do you see? I'll jump through the screen. <laughs> I'll just see the jersey Matrix over his head. You. Yeah. Joey, that's also think, tattooed on his back. Do you think, Joey, that there is any existing IDP veteran that has had their the rug pulled out from under them as far as IDP value goes by these draft picks? I don't see anybody that like jumps off the screen to me. I don't think Quay Walker's threatening Devondre Campbell's <laughs> standing as an IDP, but have you seen anything thus far that gives you cause for concern? Not at all, actually. That's honestly the only one that I can see make any bit of a shakeup, but no. <laughs> yeah, there's nobody even, for there's nobody for the maybe. Jags, the Lions, or the Giants that get zapped by the three big edge rusher, I mean, right? Trayvon Walker kind of just completely puts to rest the whole Caleb on Chase on hype if there was any left. Mm-hmm. He, that you can yeah. finally like swipe him underneath the rug. Isn't that funny though that they take you know they took Caleb on Chase on twentieth overall a couple of years ago right and he was another guy that didn't have like a great production but they liked his athletic profile and his potential and he's been an absolute bust so yeah. far in the NFL and now they're doing it at number one overall I mean definitely a better athletic profile with uh, with Trayvon Walker but I mean it's just I don't know it just feels like such a risk like. To, yeah. to take him over Hutchinson when Hutchinson's not, you know, he's not a slug as far as being an athlete either. So right. I don't and know, man. It's 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 such a surprising. The uh, second edge in 
uh, Detroit's going to be interesting. So you have Aiden Hutchinson now, who's obviously their edge one. And then you have like a group of guys, Charles Harris and the Aquara mm-hmm. brothers, Romeo and Julian Aquara. So that'll be interesting to see who wins the other edge position. Yeah. And I just now realized that it's almost Romeo and Juliet Aquara. Like, mm-hmm. how did it take me this long to figure that out? I'm going to see myself out. Addy, please take it away. Yes. Uh, just to add on, what they gave Charles Harris, it was like a two-year, $14 million deal. Mm-hmm. Um, that's pretty solid. He was he was really good last That's year, not, surprisingly. That's not cheap, yeah. Um, but yeah, so is Oquara. I mean, but he did he tore the Achilles. So you know, we oh we got Doctor Lesus, the Achilles. Yeah, explain to us what an Achilles is and how it operates, Doctor Lesus. Oh goodness, okay. Um, <laughs> <laughs> he's like, let me snap spot. back into like yeah, doctor mode. Right. Um, I think really in a basic aspect, it's a tendon that is really good for explosion there, right? So. Yeah. As an as a defensive edge rusher, you need explosion to get off the ball. So you tear your Achilles, it's not very good for um, any NFL player, let alone an edge rusher that really needs that explosion. So um, I think the interesting thing is to look at somebody like Cam Akers, who recently just tore his Achilles, um, and kind of reset what you think when you think about Achilles injuries. Because he came back, what, six months later? Mm. If I'm not mistaken, mistaken and actually looked pretty good. Um, and as a running back, you have a lot more explosion there as you – than you do at a at a DN. So I don't know what kind of rehab protocol that you know Romeo Acora is going through there, but um, maybe K Makers is kind of an outlier there. Um, do you think Acres is an outlier? It feels like that's probably it really still feels like it the, though, the, because the earliest you could possibly come back. I've never seen anyone come back earlier. Right. Yeah. So I mean, yeah, he's an outlier for sure. Um, but I think really you have to kind of dig into what kind of rehab he went through and really mm-hmm. and really go through that because that could be something that ends up changing to where you think, you know, a while ago somebody tore their ACL. It's like, oh, they're done. You know what yeah. I mean? Like nobody wanted somebody that tore their ACL. And now you look at somebody like Cooper Cup who tore his ACL in it's that no 2018 and now he's the triple crown. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So I think he's a horse. Yeah. So I think that uh, <laughs> <laughs> I had to. Uh, yeah, he's racing in the derby. Let's yeah, go. So, so while I think that the Achilles tear is absolutely, it's it's awful at this point. Um, with Cam Akers going through that, we could start to see, hey, maybe an Achilles tear if you rehab it in a certain way, it's not that bad. So I'm not sure if we're going to see that with Romeo Cora. Obviously, um, I think with them bringing in Aiden, Agent Aiden Hutchinson, and then um, you know that kind of group they have there, I don't know how much we'll see him. Right. But um, I think it's just interesting to kind of look at, you know, the rehab that Cam Akers went through and see if he can almost kind of reset what we think about Achilles tears. We'll see. We'll see if the timeline accelerates now that Cam Akers has proven what's possible. Before we throw to Evan for the next pick, Connie, you get out of bed tomorrow and blow your Achilles. What is your reaction like? Uh, you're taking me by ambulance to the hospital. <laughs> it's like my, legitimately my biggest fear. As you like, as you crest over like 30, if you go out do anything, play pick up basketball, golf, go do anything. No, no it's golf only. Yeah, I guess that is. It's, it's there's no the, more anything else. There's no more any. My favorite thing is Connor said that's my worst fear, and I my preface this with you get out of bed and blow your Achilles. Yeah, it, like I, I was saying, my biggest fear is a snake being in the toilet while I'm dropping a deuce. Connor's just stepping out of bed and hearing a pop from down around his ankles. We just think about like how washed you are. So like any shred of athleticism and be like, oh, I want to play. Like I've got three sons just to be able to like, go do stuff with them. Well, if you're just like washed up and like, yeah, dad's got a blown knee from getting out of bed or blues Achilles out and can't hardly move anymore. Like, my dad sucks. 
Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Connor Blue is Achilles bending over to pick his son up off the floor. Your yeah. wife has to wash you. Yeah, like look at this guy. I love that's where Adam's mind went. That's incredible. All right, Evan, the next pick, please. Uh, The Ravens selected center Tyler Linderbaum. Okay, Iowa. There we go. Tyler looks exactly like what I would expect an Iowa center to look like. (laughs) That's what my center to look like. He's a Linderbaum through and through. This family, I expected them to have the red leather furniture. Uh, this is Grandma's a little bit, little bit more live, laugh, there. love on the walls. Living room. A lot of wood. A lot of wood what, in Connie? that place. <laughs> yeah, it needs some live, laugh, Whoa, love on yes. the walls of that house. There's definitely at least uh, over under two and a half live, laugh, love signs. The, the Jets, Jets just, just traded, traded up. Household. Jets just traded up back into the first over. round. Over, yeah. Bet Joe, the over on that. Jets traded back? Traded back up. Into the first round. Wait, no. Did the Jets trade up or back? Into the back into the first round. You're really melting my brain. Jets so, just got rid of all the mixtures. The Jets just drafted Sam Darnold again, don't <laughs> Okay, the so there they are. So, yeah, they are on the clock now. Damn, dude. They have to. This is for Jermaine Johnson. I'm calling it right now, John. Back me up here, Jermaine Johnson to the Jets. Damn. I mean, all the smoke before the draft was the Jets love Jermaine Johnson, right? And then I. I thought there was a chance that he could go at four to the Jets and then at 10 to the Jets. So now, I mean, yeah, I'd be shocked if it wasn't. Yeah, I agree, John. A trade for Tremaine Johnson would be a good move here. <laughs> sure. sure. Bobby, you now get to sit outside. Uh, Trip, if Tremaine Johnson does go here to the Jets, where does he land in your rookie edge rankings? Is he right up there with Hutchinson? Oh, no, no. All right. Where does he no, go? Three? We, got, we got to see what's going on with Carl Lawson and his Achilles recovery. And we got John Franklin Myers on the other side. So I think Meyer or Jermaine Johnson slides in as a as rotational piece, you know, to start get, get started with here. And, but, um, you know, I mean, he doesn't have anywhere near the upside that Hutchinson has. He's an interesting, interesting piece. When you start thinking about these, these not quite premium athletes late in the first round, and they're, they're kind of crapshoots from an IDP standpoint, unless you're in a deeper league. So, so I'm, I'm not jumping up and down on that. I, I will say that I, I think the Tyler Lindebaum there at the Ravens was just a perfect pick for them. And they get value at a position of the knee. They're able to slide back, recoup draft picks. And I think that couldn't have gone more perfectly for them. I, that's kind of what I was thinking they might try to do. And sometimes it's, it's funny to see how that just goes exactly according to plan. And you compare that to a team like the Cowboys who are taking their second choice at number 24. And there the Ravens are landing the guy that they want at a price they wanted to pay at 25. It's, you see the skill level of GMs there. Yeah, the Ravens do this year in and year out. They draft circles around several other teams. So it looks like the compensation here, the Jets get the 26th overall pick, and they get the 101st pick in exchange for 35-69, and I think that was 153 or 163. Evan, do we have the pick? Yeah, you are absolutely right. They did draft Jermaine Johnson. There we go. All right, John, finally <laughs> we see Jermaine Johnson go off the board. You heard Tripp's analysis there. What are your thoughts on the newest New York Jet? Yeah, I mean, I agree. It's interesting to see how he'll fit in. I know they, they gave Franklin Myers a new contract, right? I think it all kind of hinges around what Carl Lawson might look like coming off the, the Achilles, right? So, uh, I mean, I, I like Jermaine Johnson a fair bit. Like, I think he is a, a, a good pass rusher, and I think he's actually a better run defender than than a lot of the edges in this class. So, um I, I think he has a chance to play a three-down role, but he's going to have to he's going to have to beat out either a Franklin Myers or a Carl Lawson to do it. So it's not going to be necessarily easy. It's maybe not his best landing spot for for IDP, but uh, there's a chance there. 
It's a good spot, though. Well, it's, you know, it's they certainly need help at that edge. Yeah. There's no doubt. It's like you were saying, if he's a good fit at 10, he's still a good fit at yeah. 26 or whatever this is. It's just, you know, it's, it's just there is some competition. I mean, they also signed that um, Jacob Martin, too, so and he's more of a rotational pass rusher piece. And so those two guys kind of complement each other in the fact that Johnson's more of the run defender and that Martin's more of the pass rusher. So it's interesting. Uh, you know, it's, yeah. it's, it's, it's a guy you got to think about and – um, he's not all that far behind those top guys, but he's a distance behind him. Right. All right, Addy, we just saw the Lamar Jackson tweet, WTF. I'm guessing with the Hollywood Brown trade, that was Lamar's reaction. Your reaction as well, uh, whenever Carl Lawson blew out the Achilles in training camp last year, now with Jermaine Johnson, now bringing back John Franklin Myers. How do you feel about your boy? You were the big Carl Stan last year. Sounds like he's going to be ready for training camp. How are you feeling now with a little more competition in the room? Yeah, I mean, whatever. You know, he's he's still the... Uh... We're drunk and <laughs> eating pizza, so it's all good. Who cares? Yeah. Right? Who cares? That's the main point. Right? 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 We're all, yeah, we're all alive. We're all enjoying the draft. Each other's company. We're drinking. The food's flowing. The food is flowing. <laughs> it's going to be flowing later tonight when we get back to our toilets. But no, I mean, you know, we, 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 we love Carl Austin still. I mean... Um, that's a fun rotation. Uh, you love to see them invest in their defense. They, I, I like, I, I like the Jordan Whitehead signing this off season. Um, I think the jets are, are making some decent picks I and mean, that's a great value for that guy there to be able to get the guy that was being mocked to them at four that was being mocked to them. I think at 10 to be able to get that guy at 25, right. Mm-hmm. Or 26, 26, Evan, yeah. do we have, you just raised your hand. What's yeah. up? So the Buccaneers were on the clock at pick 27, but they just traded down with the Jacksonville Jaguars who are now on the clock. They're going to oh, come in and take ooh. Trayvon Walker old. again. <laughs> this is Malik Willis right here. This is Malik. Malik Willis. All right. Sure. Consensus seems to be Malik Willis. We'll see if that pans out. Uh, no, they've actually taken Aaron Rodgers and uh, Quay Walker will be starting at quarterback for the Green Bay Packers now. So, um, the Tomahawk. all right. So guys, we have Jacksonville, Green Bay, New England, Kansas City, Cincinnati, Minnesota. Joey, any chance one of these top linebackers in a Kobe Dean, a Devin Lloyd lands with one of those six teams? Uh, honestly, I wouldn't be surprised if Jacksonville took one, mainly because of the fact that they just have Oluokun right now and what, Jack Quarterman? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Quarterman is like, please, God, don't take a linebacker. Right. I've got a starting spot. <laughs> Uh, either there or uh, I wouldn't be surprised with uh, New England. New England, I, I've I've seen Devin Lloyd mocked in New England like millions of times before, leading up to the draft. Let's give Spags another linebacker to screw over here, Trip, uh, and uh, yeah, throw him in the bunch with Nick Bolton and Willie Gay. That would just be uh, a death knell for his IDP value. Of these remaining six teams, Trip, which is the best landing spot for one of these uh, stud linebackers? You know, I, well, I, it's interesting because I I was foreshadowing my prediction earlier today of Devin Lloyd of the Patriots. I think there's a theory that Lloyd that no Patriots linebacker can possibly play full time, and I don't necessarily think that's true. I think that they get the right player with the right skill set; they'll want him out there full time. And I'm really interested to see if that's the pick there because I think that I, you know it, it could be kind of a solution there in the same way that Devondre Campbell was a su- surprise solution in Green Bay last year. And so he, he's big enough to play that role. He, he has the downhill demeanor. He's 
okay on the edge in terms of setting it. He's you know a little bit of sand in his pants, and he has a little bit of juice off the edge too in terms of rushing the passer. So I think he's kind of an interesting fit in New England. And I think if he does land there, I think he's you know a, a candidate to be that um, you know that um, uh, top overall IDP in a league where you're tackle heavy. <clears throat> I love the sayings that we get from Trip. Sand in his pants. I know, I like Connor, that. you've had <laughs> sand in your pants many a times. Uh, Jacksonville, back on the board here, Connie. Mm-hmm. So I'm curious, uh, looking at the offseason they've had, bringing in Doug Peterson, bringing in Christian Kirk on like a $7 billion deal and pissing off every GM and wide receiver in the NFL, what do we think now? The Titans have gotten a little bit worse. Do we think the uh, do we like what the moves that the Jags are making? The Texans are kind of a non-factor. So really, it's down between the Titans and the Jags as our competition in the AFC South. What do you think of the Jags' offseason thus far? I think across the board, the the South has not really gotten a lot better at all. At least so far, with what we've seen with the draft, free agency, etc. Titans, I think that's a major step back. I won't say it's like a rebuilding thing, but you know they're likely done with Tannehill. I was surprised they traded back. I would I was gonna be I would not have been surprised if they took a, a quarterback then in the first round just to have somebody to maybe replace Tannehill on the cheap with. Yep. They must not have liked somebody like Malik's still on the board, and he? he hasn't gone yet. Yep, Malik's still on the board. So, much to you Evan's know chagrin. You don't want to force something like that. I think Trevor's got potential there, but they may have ruined him in Jacksonville with, you know, uh the Urban Meyer experiment, obviously. We know what that could have done to stun his development. Uh Houston's been a total shit show with the whole Deshaun Watson issue. So, I mean, for the struggles Indy have had, which are legitimate and they are real, and we'll see what Matty Ice does, it, it's going to be a big old just shitty diaper in the AFC South this year. I mean, honestly. A lot of shit Ten- metaphors, Connie. Yeah, seriously. That's all I've got. Love all this. That's the AFC South in a nutshell, though. I just want to bring up Tannehill's dead cap, $57.4 million this year, so he's not going anywhere. But next year, they could save about $18 million against the cap if they move on. So that does seem to be the likely move. Let's go to Evan for the next pick. Who are the Jags taking at 27? The Jags have taken Devin Lloyd, the linebacker Ooh, out of Utah. Wow. Okay. Love that. John Macri, give us the deets now with Devin Lloyd in Jacksonville. Do we like it? Yeah, I do like it. I mean, like we were saying, it's it's basically Foyer Aluakon, who's it's not great, but they, they gave him a, a decent-sized contract there. Uh, and nobody else. So it makes sense. I mean, you get yourself like a really solid run defending linebacker, somebody who's versatile as well. Like he, when they, uh, at Utah, they lined him up on the defensive line as like a, with his hand in the dirt and going up against left tackles uh, and busting out spin moves and, and doing all kinds of stuff. So he he's an exciting player. I mean, honestly, he's, he's, I, I think he's the best linebacker in the class by far. I, and he didn't do a ton in coverage, uh, with Utah, but that's that's a lot of linebackers in college, right? So I, everything else that he does, I think he's he's the best playmaking linebacker in the class, and uh, that's a hell of a landing spot. Joey, mixed IDP ranks. Does Devin Lloyd now jump up to your 101 for mixed IDP ranks? Uh, I think Lloyd actually was there before. Be okay. Just because, I mean, with with edge defenders, I mean, yeah, sure, Thibodeau and Hutchinson are phenomenal players, but it's just it's something getting that floor. Like you get a serious floor with Devin Lloyd, and depending on Hutchinson and Thibodeau, like edge rushers sometimes take a while to actually get a get a clean role in the league. So you get somebody who's going to go in and just play volume right away. It's just a solid floor to have. 
It seems like a lot of these teams with multiple picks tonight are killing the draft. The Jets have had a good draft, I mm-hmm. think. The Giants yep. have had a good draft. I think the Jaguars are doing great. Um, anybody else that has multiple picks? Packers. Packers. <laughs> there you go. Seems <laughs> well. They might redeem themselves here in a minute. We'll see. <laughs> I also want to add to that the uh, the Jags' new defensive coordinator is Mike Caldwell, who is an inside linebackers coach. All right, he's previously been with the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, who have used two three-down linebackers. So I would assume this means a three-down roll for Devin Lloyd. Okay, Evan, bringing the knowledge. Love that, Addy. You were leaning in close there. I'm a little worried. What's about to come out of your mouth? <laughs> Oh, now I was standing up, adjusting. <laughs> <laughs> you know, like men do. You didn't blow out an Achilles, did you? No, I, I was one. I did have this thought. So, all right, Macri uh, put out his top ten today. Macri, uh, any any movement on that top ten? So I kind of assumed that Devin Lloyd would get like a decent landing spot, and I had him at three. I think it was um, for the top ten. Uh, I mean, I'm always like a defensive line guy. Like, I want that talent that I know is going to last, um, and especially at a scarcer position. So, Thibodeau and and, uh, and Hutchinson are kind of a tier above for me. Um, linebacker, it does t- typically have a short, shorter shelf life. Um, I mean, I think Lloyd is good enough to be like an every down player for a long time. So, that that he's close. He's close, and I. I I still might go Hutchinson and Thibodeau one and two, and then and Lloyd is pretty close after that. But redraft wise, I think because like you mentioned, Joey does take those defensive linemen a little bit longer to you know to hit their stride in the NFL. I think redraft wise, I'd be going Lloyd as the number one rookie uh, IDP for sure. Wow, there we go. So number one, that was uh, Sig's wow. number one as well. I think yeah. he had Devin Lloyd at number eight. Yeah, Sig will be taking one hundred. He'll be taking Devin Lloyd at one hundred three. Yeah, that's strong. what he said, right? That there was you could make a case to take a defender at one hundred three in a rookie draft. Not that you should, but Sig likes to be a little counterintuitive sometimes. He's a wild man. He is a wild man, as we know. <laughs> Bobo, do you think uh, we're getting a IDP in the first round of rookie drafts from what we've seen so far? I mean, the wide receiving landing spots have not been great, you know. JMO to Jared Goff, um, Wilson to Atlanta, right? That was Drake London. London. L- that's fun. London to Atlanta. Mariota. Wilson to Wilson. Throwing the ball. Garrett yeah. Wilson to the Jets. So kind of not great. Fun prospects, but the landing spots have just kind of been gross, in my opinion. Yeah, still no running backs. Do we think a uh, running back sneaks into the first round here? Any of these guys? Green Bay, New England, Kansas Probably City. Green Bay. Yeah, Green yeah. Bay, Cincinnati, Minnesota. Oh, we've got a pick. Evan, fill us in. Who are the Packers selecting? Please tell me it's a linebacker. Oh, my God. He's laughing. Oh, <laughs> God. No. He's ridiculous. just drafted Devontae Wyatt. Wow. So they, they have Defensive Kenny Clark interior. and they just signed Jerron oh Reed God. and then they draft Devontae Wyatt. They are absolutely trolling Aaron Rodgers. They right? hate like, Aaron Rodgers so much. Absolutely just <laughs> double middle fingers to Aaron Rodgers. Oh I love it. Yeah. Retire. So, yeah. Let's check who's number one in Green Bay. Alan Lazard. Yeah, Lazard. And Amari Rodgers, right? Yeah. Amari Rodgers is there. Randall Cobb. They're bringing back Jordan Nelson. They're bringing him out of mothballs. 
Let's see if we can get Kyle in this live stream. He said he wants to go live. Joey's asking, are you alive? <laughs> Which is probably the right question for Kyle B at this point. God bless him. Devin Man. Lloyd coming out looking real swaggy. Love to see that. Oh, given. Oh, yeah. yeah, Goodell's getting a great adjustment. Uh, he doesn't need yeah, to go to the Goodell's condo. fired up. He's getting a hug. <laughs> yes, sir. Corona. It's out of here. No more mask. What about Trump? Uh, right? Points <laughs> <laughs> at Connor and says Trump. That's incredible. Uh, all right. So, um, who was the pick? I, I'm totally off the rails now. Devontae Wyatt. Devontae Wyatt. Okay. Another Georgia guy. Do we have any interest? Uh, we mentioned, Trip. you mentioned the role that we envisioned Jordan Davis playing for the Eagles. Uh, what about this Georgia fella here for the Packers? Same kind oh. of deal? A little bit different role? A little bit different. More, more of a penetrator. More, more of a guy with some ability to get up the field. And you, put, you pair that with Jerron Reed, who's, you know, Jerron Reed was a guy who people thought could get up the field a couple of years ago. He's not. He's just a rotational guy. Kenny Clark's a really good player, uh, but, you know, he – a little bit better on the nose, in my opinion, than he is trying to jump out to the three-tech position. And so I think Devontae Wyatt, it really opens things up for them a little bit. They're able to do some things that are different this year with both Wyatt and Quay Walker on the field than they were last year, where they were playing just a tremendous amount of dime. So um, it's kind of interesting, but, like, who are they trying to defense exactly with Quay Walker and Devontae Wyatt on the field? It's, it's kind of an interesting thought process. I guess they're trying to stop Dalvin Cook. Yeah. Um, but, I mean, he, he's kind of an interesting guy. If you're in a defensive tackle-required league, I think there's a little bit upside here to go ahead and get this guy. Love that. That's a nice little sl- – because I thought Jordan Davis would be the guy, right, the most athletic defensive tackle prospect we've ever seen. Sure. But who would have known it was uh, his teammate. So uh, the room is deteriorating over this hug that Devin Lloyd gave Roger Goodell. <laughs> I think oh, Eddie's yeah, envisioning so Goodell being paralyzed. A lot of just visions in my mind right now. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds about right. I don't want to dig into that too much. Um, we are still live online. Uh, Evan Lee, did you expect this to be your experience here in the pod palace for the, uh... absolutely <laughs> without a doubt. That's good. We told you that Addy was as advertised in person. Connor, while we're waiting here for the Patriots to make their pick or potentially trade back or trade sideways or whatever the hell they're going to do. <laughs> uh, let's see, since we're not going to have any kind of live stream for like some of the later rounds, give me a round that you think Western Kentucky's finest Bailey Zappi. Where do you think Zappi lands? I can see him being like, I don't know, fifth or sixth round. Yeah. Do you I think he gets up? drafted. Yeah. I Did you too. see the comment? I think it was from one of like the offensive coordinators that said, this dude is going to run your offense as your backup quarterback. He's going to have a nice 10 year career as like a Colt McCoy type of guy. Mm-hmm. Then he's going to become like a quarterback's coach. Then he's going to take my job as an offensive coordinator. I could see it, man. That's a I pretty mean, great career path. I hope Jared Stearns gets some type of look. I don't know if he'll, I mean, he was, I think led a lot of the NCAA and receiver yeah, statistics, prolific. Um, but I don't know if he'll get a chance like Bailey Zappi will just because quarterback, they'll give a couple, they'll give guys a little bit more rope than they will at quarter at uh, wide receivers. So, uh, I'd say fifth or sixth round. Somebody needs a good backup. I agree. I'd love to see him in Indy. Well, it's kind of like what we have with Ellinger now. Yeah, exactly. He reminds me a lot of Ellinger, kind of yep. like a poor man's Ellinger. Yes, Bobo, what's up? You got to have a uh, quarterback to lead your offense. You want Mike White or Zappy? Um, Zappy. Zappy, I think. Probably yeah. Zappy. Yeah. yeah. 
Oh, Mike White, shout out. That was a great Blanco yeah, that, was that week was fun. Yeah, yeah. That was I a lot thought of we were gonna get him against the Colts and he ended up getting hurt early in the game. So didn't pan out. But and the, the week before, was that the one when he just yes. went like absolutely ape shit? Went nuclear. Yeah, sure. it was the Mickey Blanco. Y'all week, stopped so. sleeping on everyone that's graduated from WKU. <laughs> us yeah. included. Jack Doyle just retired, so we're say rest in bit. peace, Jack yeah. Doyle. The the original Mr. Baby Hands. Um so <laughs> Well, fellas, we're waiting here. It looks like New England. Evan, do we have a pick for the Patriots? Yeah. They, they call dibs again. Guard out of Chattanooga. Cole Strange. That's which strange. is strange. 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 Did we all just make the same joke? God <laughs> bless. We're a bunch of dads. Is his dad a doctor? <laughs> John, you know no one at this table got that. But like three people. <laughs> Oh, John, I'm about to mute you for a little bit better. Time out. <laughs> Fair enough. Are you working for Marvel? Are you a Marvel plug? Yeah, pretty much. Doctor Strange next week. Coming to theaters next week. I was like, I got the joke. Love television. <laughs> you need to go. Since uh, there isn't much to talk about with this pick, I will add, Ari from My Sports Update tweeted, Aaron Rodgers says on the Pat McAfee show that he knew this Packers, he knew the Packers were planning to go this direction. They had six wide receivers with first round grades and all were gone. So defense it is, mm. he was aware of it all. Oh yeah. yeah. Sure. Yeah, all knowing. Oh yeah. And you know it all, don't you, bud? He went to a shaman <laughs> and saw the future and knew that the team was going to take these picks. Yeah. I still think he's absolutely furious. Well, maybe we'll see some more trades. Oh, there's still some guys out there. Don't you dare put that in that beer that I think uh, could shake out here. So did you, did we have yeah new england was the was the guard dr strange um so kansas city cincinnati minnesota joey do we see any defensive guys going there that would be of note mm -hmm. i i could see probably at 30 or 32 one of these uh like kind of mid-tier edge defenders go arnold ebiketti or carl um, loftus or Boy mm -hmm. Mafe, Carleftis. Mm -hmm. Yeah, mm -hmm. I can see it. Other than that, no. I I wouldn't be surprised if Kansas City went wide receiver here. Like Sky Moore still on the board. I wouldn't be surprised if they selected him. First yeah. Rams fan I've seen. All Any night. strong feelings here, Trip, with these four teams? Patriots, Chiefs, Bengals, Vikings on the board. Any strong feelings here? Yeah, I got a couple. I, I really like Carloftis to the Chiefs. I, these guys are technically sound edge rusher. Doesn't have the top high-end athleticism. We talked a little bit about this with Jermaine Johnson, but I think he really fits well with the Chiefs do. The Chiefs are looking for technically sound edge rushers. They're not looking for somebody that's pinning their ears back and getting after the quarterback so much like, say, the Colts would be. They want a guy that's 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 patient in his rush and is monitoring the inside gap as he goes. And I think the Carl Loftus has the technique to come in and be an impact player right away, and you're talking about defensive end. Who does he have to compete with for snaps? I think you put him in there, and I think he's he's really interesting, both IDP and NFL player right away. So that that's that interests me. The second one that interests me is I kind of like Nicobe Dean to the Patriots. I've seen that mocked a few times, and I you know I, I don't know if I have the same upside as I thought I did for Devin Lloyd on on the Patriots, but I still think it's kind of an interesting fit. It adds them a, a, a linebacker of a type and and a, an athleticism that they haven't seen in quite some time, and so I think that's an interesting fit as well. Love that. Addy, Minnesota now sitting in the catbird seat at 32. While the great wide receivers, your Jamison Williams dream is dead, what do you want the Vikes to do there at 32? 
Sky Moore still out there. Mm-hmm. You go. Uh, I think Malik Willis honestly would be pretty fun here. Would you like a quarterback at thirty-two? Sure. Why not? Right? Yeah. I mean, yeah. Kellen Mond? Huh? Yeah. No thanks. <laughs> <laughs> I'm good. He's a beaut. <laughs> All right. So we're thinking maybe quarterback. Now, what about Cincinnati? They were the place that I was seeing a lot of Kyler Linden, uh, Kyler Lindenbaum. You know the. Uh, the one with the excellent, very white Midwestern house, um, mm. the live, laugh, love signs everywhere, uh, was a great looking wrestler. I got to say they showed some highlights on NFL network and it was, uh, he was quite stout in the wrestling game, but, uh, John, what does Cincinnati have any glaring defensive needs that they could address here with some of the guys that are left on the board? I mean, maybe they can add corner. I don't even really know who's available at corner right now. Um, yeah, I mean, maybe, like, so I, I put in my mock, I put Nicobe Dean there just as, like, a Jermaine Pratt uh, replacement. Just somebody, you know, a little bit more speed on the defense and, you know, to pair with Logan Wilson. Other than that, maybe safety. I don't know how they feel about Von Bell long-term um, or Jesse Bates. But Jesse Bates just got a franchise tag, right? Not a not mm-hmm. an extension. So somebody like Lewis Seen would be kind of interesting there um, out of Georgia. but. Yeah, I guess those are the two main ones. I think safety and linebacker if I'm looking at defense for Cincinnati. Trip, I've heard mixed reviews on this safety class. What are your thoughts on the guys not named Kyle Hamilton? Yeah, it's this from an IDP standpoint, there's don't think there's much to write home about, but Lou Cena is an interesting player. I think he is a guy that could that could play both positions. I don't know if he's a elite deep safety like they might want in in uh, Cincinnati. I could see that pick there though. I think that makes some sense. That's actually my backup pick on my mock. I would I would say that the cornerback is the more pressing need and I would have them go Andrew Booth there at that spot, the Clemson. Nice. All right. It looks like do we have the Kansas City pick, Evan? Yes, it pick is in. It was called a little bit earlier as a good fit and it was brought into reality as the Chiefs have selected edge rusher out of Purdue. George Karloftis. There we go. All right. Karloftis sneaks into the first round. So the Chiefs have taken the cornerback, McDuffie, correct? And now George Karloftis. So, Joey, we were talking up Karloftis, I believe, as a possible bust for IDP on our episode from Monday, right? Yep. So how do we feel now? You mentioned, I think it was with him, uh, alignment, like where he was going to be used? Or was yeah. he the guy that you thought maybe needed a little more polish? How do we feel with him landing in Kansas City now? I mean, he like like Tripp said, he's he's not going to be your explosive guy off the edge. He's he's more of a technically savvy guy, but he's I think he's a better interior rusher than he is coming off the edge. I mean, he's just he's just pure power. I mean, he's it's not going to beat you with any, any sort of athleticism or bend. He's just going to try to bull rush you back. He's just going to ragdoll you around, good rip and rip moves. But I mean they need edge rusher and Kansas city. And he's probably the best one on the team now. So that's actually, it's a good fit. Yeah. John, with the uh, established fact that Frank Clark is ass, I'm curious mm, now, Stinky ass. Does, does it elevate Karloftis just by sheer virtue of the fact that he's maybe the best edge rusher on his own team already? Yeah, I think, I think it, I think he's got the better opportunity now than like a Jermaine Johnson who I had at, three just ahead of him before the draft, right? Um, yeah, like Joey said, he's, he's not like a bendy kind of speed rusher. He's definitely like a power kind of inside move guy, but he could still get to the quarterback. He had a 
pretty high pass rush grade from what I remember. Yeah, 90.6 pass rush, pass rush grade last year um, and a 23.6% pass rush win rate. So he, he was solid as, as a pass rusher and he's big enough and, and plays the run well as well. So could definitely be a three down guy there for Kansas City. Eddie, chances that uh, Minnesota takes a running back here? Oh, God. I would hope not. No? I mean, oh, God. <laughs> Please, no. <laughs> Addy's jumping into that Bellagio fountain. If, Please, no. Uh, the Vikings go running back. We don't need that. that was we definitely do not need that. You sure? I'm 100% sure, yes. <laughs> we have to help him. He's 26. Especially in first we don't, need a, we don't need a running back. We don't need a run. I mean, Brees Hall is great. The, he could be he could be JT esque for but, sure. But I mean it's just, you know, they got other <laughs> he's, he's got a great profile. I mean, he's he's uh he's, he's great. There. All right, folks, we're getting down to the <laughs> short JTS, curlies but he's here. he's a uh the Patriots are on the clock. No pick thirty as well. So we got two known picks here the rest of the way. So I want everyone to start looking at the 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 draft board, all the picks that have happened thus far. And see, who do you like is your favorite pick uh, as far as maybe landing spot, as far as value for the team, uh, whatever you want to make the case. Everyone start looking at some of those favorite picks and we'll roll through those as we wrap up the draft. I already know who my I, uh, draft day winner is. Okay, Addy, hit us with it. I think the Giants had a great draft. I agree. Team. Yeah, this team needed to nail the draft, right? They're in sort of a soft rebuild. They didn't pick up Danny Dimes, fifth-year option. You got Joe Shane and uh, Brian Dable coming over from the Bills. And um, you have to love what they did there, going Evan Neal and Kayvon Thibodeau, Addy. Yep. Yeah, I mean, two premium positions. Um, yeah, I mean, they got – yeah, I, I don't think they, they thought that they were going to get Neal there at seven. And maybe even K – I mean, Thibodeau – I mean, those are both great values in my opinion. So. Yeah, I mean that's that's a team that needs a uh, influx of talent, and uh, they did a good job with this draft. I like it. All right, so we've got Cincinnati and Minnesota still to pick. We know Karloftis is going here at thirty to Kansas City. So uh, let's look back at some of the other picks that have happened here. Uh, does anyone have a shocking pick? I mean, we've had a few jaw-dropping trades tonight, but is there any pick for you all that totally caught you off guard or um, just seemed like a reach or totally out of left field trip? Does anything jump out to you as like, uh, what did I just see? Yeah, I thought that the Patriots wanted Zion Johnson at 21. They trade back, which is the right thing to do when the guy that you want isn't on the board anymore. They get back eight picks, and then they get Cole Strange. I don't know who that is. I, they got worked. <laughs> Plain and simple. Plain and simple. I believe we have a pick for Cincinnati. Evan, what do we got? Yes, finally some more IDP-relevant players to talk about as the Bengals have drafted safety. Daxton Hill. Oh, okay. So they go with a safety, John. It just was not Lewis seen. Uh, right. You mentioned there the, how do they feel about Von Bell? Um, <clears throat> what do we think now? Daxton Hill going to the Bengals at 31. So I'm not convinced that Daxton Hill is really a safety. Um, I, I think he's more of a slot corner, right? Uh, I know they have Mike Hilton there, but this is a guy, he played, I think, 70% of snaps, of his snaps last year in the slot, right? That, that's, that was his primary job. So um, 
I mean, maybe they use him more as like a deep safety at, at, at some point, but to me, he's a, he's a nickel right now. And um, he's a smaller guy too, uh, from what I remember, but really fast. So that, I don't know for, for IDP purposes. I mean, this, this is, this feels like more like a pick maybe for, for next year. Um, I don't know how much of an impact he'll make this year. If uh, with Mike Hilton and Jesse Bates in the spots that I, I think he best suits. Yeah, we got Bobo drinking from a moonshine jug back there. So, <laughs> thought I saw that. <laughs> yeah, so that's great. That tells you how our night is going. What about you, Joey? Any picks that really have caught you off guard from these first thirty-one selections? Uh, I mean, obviously Quay Walker. Yeah, that's probably the biggest shocker, right? That at least, at least on the day. IDP side of things. That and then, um, what was it at fifteen? Kenyon Green going to fifteen seemed a little. A little bit of a reach for me and Jahan Dotson actually at 16. I'm a big Dotson guy. He's my, he's my wide receiver seven in the draft, but to see him go all the way up in the middle of the first round was kind of surprising. I mean, granted the board kind of fell in the direction where it was just wide receiver, wide receiver, wide receiver, but I still think I, I figured Dotson to be an early day two guy. Yeah, I did. The, the biggest surprise to me was that we saw the two cornerbacks come off the board <laughs> Uh, when we did, I did not, th I thought they would both go top 10. I didn't think they would go three and four. And did anyone here show of hands that anyone have, uh, Derek Stingley going off the board before sauce Gardner, Adam, shut Actually, up. They had to add three and four mock draft. <laughs> you, you had him as three and four, Joey. Yeah. The last one I did, I think I had a three nice. I had Stingley. Go Cause I heard that the Texans were just in love with Stingley. It was like the top guy on their board. So it was like, all right, that, that's the Texans thing to do. They're going to take him. Y'all, excuse me. I'm going to uppercut Addy through the ceiling of my living room. <laughs> yes, sir. 31 for 31 up to this point, boys. I would, I, would, <laughs> I would be curious what pick. What pick do you all think disintegrated people's mock drafts? Because for me, I think Drake London at eight was kind of the line of demarcation where it's like maybe there was like 2% of mock drafts left that were still accurate. And that one took it down to zero. <laughs> I just did not see Drake London being off the board as the first wide receiver and off the board as the first wide receiver to the Falcons. So uh, how's everyone's anyone like Joey, you mentioned your mock. How's your mock doing? Have you, have you called any of the other picks so far? Not great. I'll tell you that much. <laughs> I had <laughs> going first. I had him and Walker swapped uh, Stingley and Gardner. I got right. Uh, Thibodeau. I might have actually had Thibodeau at five. I'll have to Did go you have Thibodeau look. to the Giants? Um, but at six, I actually had the uh, the Panthers taking a tackle. I don't think it was a Quanu though. I think it was Cross. I think I had Evan. I think I had Evan Neal to the Giants because he's he can go all across the line. I think I had Garrett Wilson to the Falcons instead of Drake London. I had him going wide receiver, but just the wrong one. I all think right. shout out Joey. For our Monday episode, I think the worst pick of the draft was the uh, first pick. Trayvon Walker. Trayvon Walker. Yeah. I didn't like it. Big old freaking bust. <laughs> <laughs> Folks, that's what I said. We have actual analysts here on the bottom row, and then we have the yuck yucks here in the living room. <laughs> yes, sir. He got some stinky drawers. I'll tell you that much. <laughs> so, Trip, uh, if you can recover from being on the same stream as a raging idiot, uh, do you agree with John's assessment that uh, Daxton Hill is not actually a safety? 
Well, he played safety as in 2020, uh, much more so than he did in 2021. And so I think it's a, a situation where taking a guy that they can move around the secondary. I don't know how much slot they're going to play him because I'm pretty sure Mike Hilton's still back. So, um, yeah, I mean, it's I just I guess just more of a utility defensive back at this point, which is kind of an interesting pick. I think they would have done better with a starting outside corner rather than rely on Eli Apple again. But that's a Apparently what they intend to do based on the money they paid him and the news we saw break a couple of weeks ago. So more luck to him. <laughs> Eli Apple. Yeah, there you go. Uh, all right, Evan, do we have any inclination here on the Vikings pick or are we still waiting? Not quite yet. Still waiting. Looks like they're <laughs> taking their time. Okay. Any chance here? Jordan Hicks coming over from Arizona. He no longer gets to destroy our Zaven Collins and Isaiah Simmons shares. So, but not a reason that um, you would not draft a linebacker here. Um, so, Evan, who who make the pick for the Vikings? Which direction should they go? Should they take a Sky Moore like Addy wants? Should they take a Bryce Hall uh, like Bobby wants to break um, Brees Hall? I'm sorry to break Adam's heart as Bobby is insinuating, or should they go defense? Um, you know, I was going to say interior offensive line just because that's shown as a team need, but it's been pretty picked through. You know, Bernard Raymond is is an exciting tackle, but it's not necessarily as much of a position of need. So, you know, maybe you just go exciting and, oh, well, I now know who they picked. So <laughs> I love it. you're like in the middle of explaining your thought process. It's like, oh, no, wait, actually. You no, know, I, I actually do like this pick. It does fill a position of need. And while I did like the player they had there, this will be a very IDP relevant pick. Okay, time out. Addy, IDP relevant pick for the Vikings. What's your guess? They drafted Markham, they drafted Markham 32nd <laughs> overall. Thank you very much. Addy, what's your, what's your guess here? IDP relevant. Dean. Jacoby Dean. Evan, it is. Safety out of Georgia. Lewis Seen. Lewis Seen. Okay. okay. Well, that sucks for Cameron Bynum. It oh, does. man. So we were wondering what IDP was going to get the rug pulled out for him. Turns out mm. Cameron Bynum. Yeah, we survived. We survived Kyle Hamilton. That's a bummer um, for, for Bynum. But, you know, that's that's great for Seen. He should have a, a large role. And uh, not, to, not to say Bynum's dead. Don't you, don't you love how quickly Addy can pivot to, uh, to uh, from from pessimism to optimism? Hey, Cameron Josh sucks. We survived. Cameron Bynum's <laughs> dead. But but listen, I need you to say Harrison Smith is getting up there. He's old as hell, boys. He's our age. Josh, we're you, we're past the prime. Bobby, are you okay over there? Can, what what's happening on that side of the table? Can you please edit in the uh, end of our Joey pod where Adam's talking about all these IDP yes, relevant pieces that he drafted yes, in these best balls, and he was Cameron like, Bynum. "Yeah, Cameron Bynum, he's pretty uh, he's pretty draft proof." <laughs> you definitely did. We're gonna check the tape. I will insert that quote to see if that actually was said. <laughs> Addy, would you Put it right say, after uh, he says Cameron uh, Bynum's dead? Bynum. He's drift proof. No. No. You get back in here right now, Adam, and you give your. <laughs> we don't say bye bye to Bynum because, again, Harrison Smith is old as hell. I mean, Bynum's going to have an opportunity at some point, uh, and they even may trot out three safeties. We know that. Uh, we know that that's kind of the way the league is trending. Listen to this desperation. Um, all these listen, everyone, Bynum get out there shares. and send send out offers for Bynum if you would. 
John, what do we actually make here of the Vikings going uh, Lewis Seen? Is he going to take over as the Harrison Smith successor, or is he going to Thanos snap Cameron Bidem into oblivion? <laughs> yeah, I mean, I guess if I had to choose one side, I'd probably lean towards the Thanos uh, snap. But <laughs> um, yeah, I, I mean, like, I, like... I don't know what that means, y'all nerd shit, but that does not sound good for Cameron Bynum. Yeah, yeah, I, I liked seeing quite a bit. Um, I think I had him as my number two uh, safety uh, after Kyle Hamilton. But yeah, I mean, he's like he's a, he's a lanky safety. He, he has good closing speed, uh, good tackler. He, he plays solid run defense. You kind of move him all around the field, which um, the the Vikings like to do with Harrison Smith. So, um, but yeah, I mean, he could play. He could play deep. He could play. Uh, down in the box he's probably a, a bit of a lighter safety but the guy hits really hard too um if you watch him kind of make his tackles so i i like uh seeing a fair bit and i, I think he can be uh i think he could be a starter from from day one wow so is he safety two right now for you rookie ranks yeah I'd put right now yeah i'd keep him safety two. okay was he safety two for you pre-draft yeah yeah mm. so safety two overall wow it's pretty high bobby you drink too much moonshine, my friend. It's just one behind safety one. It's just one behind safety one. All right, we actually, Evan and I were doing a little research because we were fascinated with, uh, look at all these white people doing the Viking Skull chant. Wow. Um, we were fascinated by Trayvon Walker being the third most athletic defensive end prospect of all time since they started tracking RAS back in like 87. So do you all want to guess number two, John, you should be able to guess number two pretty easily. Number two? Well, I was going to say William Golston has got to be up there. He might have been, but number two, you just named a child after him. Oh, is it Miles Garrett? Miles Garrett. <laughs> so do we remember, Evan, the number one most athletic prospect out of Gardner Webb was Brian Johnson back in 2008? Trip, do you remember this person? No. <laughs> I didn't either. I was like, who is this? I got yeah. high with the Ryan Johnson. <laughs> yeah, like, what, what reference was that, John? Step Brothers. Step Brothers. Johnny Hopkins. Connor actually sat up in his seat. I think that's Sloan is Kettering. <laughs> smoke that shit like every day, right? <laughs> yeah, like that. Oh my God! You, uh, we, we made it to the part of the stream. It was an hour and twenty-five in when things completely went off the rails. So, uh, all right, folks, the first round is over. We know the pick is in. Cameron Bynum is dead. Live long, live Cameron Bynum. Apologies to Addy in advance, but hey, at least it wasn't a running back. So, fellas, to wrap things up here, <laughs> Addy's still butthurt over it. I want uh, your favorite pick of the draft. So let's go around the horn here. And uh, I will kick things off for us here. I'll keep it real basic uh, and real simple. Aiden Hutchinson, I think the Lions have to be absolutely thrilled. Uh, Dan Campbell, if he was at uh, in Vegas for this draft, would have jumped into the fountain to swim that card across the commission to see Aiden Hutchinson still on the board there. So we wondered if the Jags would actually take Trayvon Walker at one. They did. Much to the delight of Lions fans. I think you have to be thrilled now. You have a face of your defense, hopefully, for the next decade. So I'm going Aiden Hutchinson, favorite pick of the draft. Trip, what about you? Favorite pick of the night? 
Well, I've already said it, and it's not fantasy relevant, but I'd say it's Tyler Linderbaum to the Ravens. The Ravens trade back. They fill a position need. They get just the guy they wanted at just the price they wanted to pay. And we're talking about teams that, that stood where that stood pat, waited for a guy to come to them. And like the Giants, they had a good draft. They got guys that they needed and that did well. But you just you can't over underrate in my mind what the Ravens were able to do. And so that that's my favorite pick of this draft. That's what I thought they would try to do. And it's I think it's really hard to get that done just based on what prices teams are going to try to charge when they see it coming from the, you know, when they see what the prices are coming over the phones in terms of trade prices. And you just and Everybody gives the Ravens GMs credit for all this. And I'm not always, I have not always been the guy to do that. I think that the Ravens sometimes get a pass for being good GMs, but in this case, they earned their money. Love that. And we should hear, have a little uh, a comment from Aaron Evers. Jets crush the draft, Sauce and Johnson. So also this one was for you, John. Uh, pants are off, Macri. So I think we have a very happy friend in the UK tonight. So uh, we've got Linderbaum. We've got Aiden Hutchinson. Addy, who was your favorite pick of the draft? I mean, it's the Eagles acquiring A.J. Brown with that the is, 18th overall pick. That is a great I mean, selection. That's, that's amazing. You just got yourself a top five wide receiver. I mean, you can't do much better than that. Absolutely. Nice choice there, Addy. Dr. Lezus in the house. Favorite pick of the evening. What you got? Um, I'm going to go the same kind of route as Addy here. I think I like Traylon Burks to the Titans just because I like what the okay. Titans did. Um, they traded A.J. Brown just to get that same receiver because I've seen a lot of Traylon Burks comp to A.J. Brown. So instead of paying the man, I kind of like the idea of just trading him and, and going and getting the replacement for him. So I think that's just like contractually. Um, I like to think outside the box. I think that was probably my favorite pick. And we should mention reigning XFFL champion in the house. Uh Andrews. So I was his opponent in the uh, championship game. No I will say that place, I did win. Uh, I've already have one ring, so it wasn't really that big a deal to me. Okay, <laughs> thank you so much. So Addy, the big winner of draft night, folks. You heard it here first. Uh, Connie, first, how was your Achilles? I saw you get up earlier, and I was a little worried. Still intact. Yeah, I'm gimping around, but I'm okay. A um, I I think I like, you know, from just from a cult standpoint, which is what I base all my football stances off of. I love the fact that the Titans got rid of AJ. Um, I don't know as much as as Lee does about the receiver they're getting. It seems like they got you know somebody there that's comparable, but you know what you have with with AJ. So obviously there's a little bit of risk there. Um, but this trend of paying guys twenty million dollars at receiver is I don't know how long that can last. I don't know if you wouldn't have to increase the overall salary cap, but to get a guy like AJ out of the AFC South uh, is awesome. So no matter who's filling his shoes, as long as it's not that dude. And here's the thing too. That guy would show up to the stadium. He would look so sick. He would have like the drippiest outfits. So it was pretty much over, over with before the game usually started. Yep, we already between lost him the war. and King Henry. It was just a dripper drown fest there in Nashville. <laughs> Connor, did you just bring dripper drown off of the dark web? Like you keep us in line with the Zoomer lingo. So I'll yeah, just like... check that out. I'm 31 <laughs> going. Yeah, going on 18. Yeah, that was mine. All right, Bobo. Favorite pick was a one, yeah, getting AJ Brown out. So, yeah. <laughs> All right, Bobo, favorite pick of the night. What you got? The favorite pick of the night's got to be uh, six pick, Icky Equanu. You know, you're protecting the future of the franchise there, Sam Darnold. You got to keep him upright. <laughs> you know, Jesus. no brainer there. 
for the Carolina Panthers. <laughs> this is going great. I appreciate all that you guys bring to the show, to my life. <laughs> Evan, who was your favorite pick of the night? Yeah, I mean, there are two picks I really, really like here. I'm going to leave one up because I know someone else is also going to call this one out. But I really did like George Karloftis to the Chiefs. I understand he's been kind of falling down and as far as you know our perception of him. But I still think the talent is there. I still think the value is there. And I still think that as far as IDP relevance goes, this is going to be a guy that is, is going to score points for you year one and should you know continue to progress throughout his career. And there's a lot of opportunity there in Kansas City for him as well. So I'm just excited to see what he does. Love it. George Karloftis. Joey, what about you? Favorite pick of the night. What you got? Uh, I'm with uh, Addy talking about the, the Giants. I like both the Giants picks, honestly. Thibodeau and Evan Neal. I think that those fit perfectly with what they need on that team. I mean, Daniel Jones needs to be protected. And whoever else comes in after Daniel Jones, if it's gonna if he doesn't show up at all this year. And Thibodeau just matches so well with Ojolari. It's it's just it just seems like perfect fits. All right. Take us home. John Macri, favorite pick of the night. So my favorite pick of the night would have been the R and panty dropper, Kyle Hamilton, <laughs> uh, to to the Baltimore Ravens at 14. I love that uh, you think R wears panties. That's uh, well, that's he showed hot. them. <laughs> we have proof. Yeah. Um, but yeah, they, uh, I mean, they got themselves what I think anyways was top five talent in the draft um, at 14. So uh, you get a guy that can, can play anywhere on their defense and I, I think for IDPs, he's going to be a star. I mean, Patrick Queen has proven that he can't do shit on the field. And now they got Marcus Peters, they got Marlon Humphrey, and they could play Kyle Hamilton um, kind of doing everything in their in their uh, in the secondary. And then who else did they get? Marcus Williams, right? Playing that playing that deep role. So it's a nice little secondary there for Baltimore. I really like that pick. Yeah, it seems like Trip maybe the biggest, biggest winner in terms of IDP stock year one for these guys was it kyle hamilton or was there someone else whose landing spot you think gave them a bigger boost than the safety well it's hard to say i mean i think kyle hamilton was already considered the top safety on the board so his value can't really go up from there i do i do agree am i, I you know like i was saying about the ravens gm i think that they struck gold there too i think i agree with everything that uh that john said but i don't know how much value there is there is to accrue based on that some I mean, because he could have gone to Washington, which I would have liked a little less, but not a lot less. I really think that, back to Evan's point, I really think Carl Loftus is the guy that gains the most IDP value here that tonight specifically. There are guys that have great landing spots that that improved a little bit, but who came in and, and you know, who would you take that, you know, that would be a real sleeper for you that other people aren't looking for? And I think the Carl Loftus is the answer. Love that. All right. Joey. <laughs> Guys left on the board, IDP-wise, <clears throat> who are some dudes that we should be keeping an eye on, let's say, round two, round three? We know the draft capital can push a lot of IDPs up the board in rookie drafts, but who are some guys maybe we should be keeping an eye on these next couple days? You dropped your, I believe, top 100 for IDP guys yesterday, I believe. I so take a look at that big board. Tell us who are some guys that you think we need to be seeing their landing spot to uh, update our rookie ranks. Let's see. Uh, Nicobe Dean, uh, Boye Mafe, uh, Kingsley Enigbare, um, Arnold Ebiketti. Ebi, it's close. It's something like that. <laughs> it's in that ballpark. <laughs> um, let's see. 
I'm Don't forget to Cameron him. Smith, Josh's favorite prospect. I'm trying <laughs> to <him. laughs> That's right. He's Chad Muma. Yeah, I was going to say Chad Muma. Yep. Chad Muma. Um, honestly, I still like Christian Harris. I know a lot of people are down on Christian Harris, but I still like Christian Harris. If he can land with, with Dallas or somebody like that, I wouldn't mind seeing that. Um, Andrew Booth, honestly, if you're looking at any – if you play and you need corners, Andrew Booth is a fantastic cover corner, and he has great tackling skills, so – He's still available. He, I thought he was a mid-round, mid-first round pick. I thought it, the Eagles would have scooped him up. But um, safety-wise, I mean, you could look for Jaquan Brisker, see if he lands in the favorable spot. I, I wouldn't mind seeing the Eagles grab Jaquan Brisker later in the second because I think they have a couple second-round picks. Um, other than that, I mean, there's, I'm sure there's more than I'm missing. But Channing yeah. Kendall's kind of interesting. Yeah. I like I had Channing Tyndall graded higher than Quay Walker. I mean, I just think he's just more exciting. Quay Walker's just he's he's just a guy. I mean, he's good, but Channing Tyndall I feel like has more upside. Yes. Did you guys say Leo Chanel? Oh, Leo Chanel. Yep, I like Leo. He he was. Yeah, I feel like the Seahawks. What's that? Said Leo Chanel. He's a beauty. Yeah, it's a beautiful purse. Cody Barton season coming to an end. <laughs> what were you going to say, John? Oh, I was just going to say, yeah, it's like Seattle feels like they, I got think they got pick 40 and 41. Um, they always feel like a weird wild card team. They did. I mean, they picked their biggest need this draft at nine. They picked Charles Cross, but um, I wouldn't be surprised if they took a linebacker um, again <laughs> this year if early in the second. I mean, Cody Barton, Everybody's kind of excited about him, but I mean, I don't know how great he is if you're going to rely on him for a full season. So um, there's some guys out there, Nicobe Dean and and like you said, Chad Mumas, those guys. You got to think a lot of teams are going to be scrambling to watch uh, Malik Willis tape tonight. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like what did I yeah. miss? Yeah. Who all I think, I think the over under on quarterbacks was that I saw a lot was two and a half. Mm-hmm. So <laughs> who was betting the under on that? Uh, who was betting the odds on Quay Walker as the first linebacker off the board? You probably could have gotten some really sweet odds in Vegas on that, uh, and especially where he went. Eddie, what's up? I mean, this is definitely going to bump up Quay's stock, right? Where does he go now among the the top linebackers? Do you think it does bump his stock up with Devondre? Well, I mean, I think in your in your uh, in your you know. For for most of the normies out there, yes. I mean, they're going to look at draft capital. Mm-hmm. That's what's going to use. They're going to use that as a guide. Um, I mean, yeah, it, I it definitely it definitely gives them a value boost, uh, no doubt. Yeah, I think it's ADP will definitely on on a, a really IDP relevant pick that happened here. We haven't discussed very much. I feel like there's a player here that can really help provide a lot of fumble opportunities. Righty P assets here, which is Kenny Pickett. I was going to say, this feels like a Kenny Pickett thing with his baby hands. Evan, are you okay? <laughs> no, I'm not okay. Hey, go Steelers pick and... again at 52. You never know. Malik Willis <laughs> might still be on the board. Yeah, Malik Willis and just have him battle to the death, Hunger Games style. Oh, Malik Willis would destroy him. It wouldn't even be close. <laughs> John, I think you're going to say something about uh, Quay Walker stock, up, stock, down. Yeah, I mean, I had him as number three. Uh, like linebacker wise coming in. So I, I mean, now I feel like he kind of gets bumped down a little bit. Right. I mean, we, there's only been two that's been, that have been taken, but I got to feel there's going to be a better landing landing spot between Muma and Kobe Dean, Channing Tindall, maybe um, somebody in there, Leo Chanel. So 
I mean, like, like Addy said, that ADP is definitely going to go up because people will look at just draft capital. Right. But I think for me, I, I'm, I might just kind of wait on him and see if he falls, but yeah, I don't know if he will. In your sharp leagues. I mean, he's an avoid a hundred percent. Like I don't, I don't want anything to do with him. Your man ever is just posted Devin Lloyd, Kelvin Smith 2.0. I'll go with a hot take and say Devin White 2.0. Hmm. Ooh. Ooh. How is it that we have three Text stud it. linebackers named Devin now? We are living in a new world, folks. Wait, Devin, Devin Bush is the stud? Hey, hey, hey. Don't you dare. <laughs> Devin Bush bounce back season, John. Don't you dare do that. Uh, all right, folks, let's go. Let's wrap up here. And I'm going to start with Diablo, Devin. Bro. <laughs> what was that trip? <laughs> Wait, so did the Steelers bring in Miles Jack to make Devin Bush look good? <laughs> Devin is literally crying right now, Joey. You're destroying your friend. Uh, Evan, so let's start with you. I want to hear from everyone. Uh, we've got Steelers, Rams, Vikings, and Colts. Connie had to leave. It's about four hours past his bedtime. But uh, Evan, kick us off. What do you want to see the Steelers do? on the rest rest of the draft who would what are some positions of need you would like to see filled maybe even specific players um what's your wish list like what are you hoping to see the rest of the draft yeah i feel like the first rule of thumb is to build the time machine but we're not going to talk <laughs> about that yeah so obviously offensive line needs to be addressed i mean i would love wide receiver i know a lot of the draft analysts for these teams say that there aren't very many good wide receivers left i love sky Moore. i love sky Moore so much George Pickens is also available. If one of those two guys were to go to the Steelers in the second round, I would be really happy about that. But really, I just want them to fill in the holes in the roster just like any fan would. But I'm not smarter than the GM there. So I'm just going to let them do what they do, and I will cry when they let me down. There we go. Speaking of being let down, we have a wellness check on Kyle Bellyfuel. Uh, I said blink twice if you are alive. He said, this is fun. I'm alive, fellas. And then he posted a little bit later, you guys think I could catch passes at almost 36 and in horrible physical shape because I feel like there's a chance. So Kyle's in a great headspace, y'all, in case you're wondering. Uh, thoughts and prayers with Kyle. Kyle's an athlete. <laughs> That's true. That is true. All right, Bobo, Lizus, I want to hear from the Rams fans in the room. Obviously, you guys are F them picks. As we know, you got Josh Holloway still in the briefcase from Tyrese, Aaron Donald. You got Van Jefferson in the van. Love that. So you, but you have these later round picks, right? You guys are usually flush with like third, fourth round picks. So what are some uh, positions of need? Lisa's kick us off. What would you like to see your Rams do here uh, in the later rounds of the draft? I think there's still decent value to be had with anybody that's an offensive tackle. Um, and I think with Whitworth leaving, that's going to be a huge need for us. I think offensive line has always been something that we've kind of struggled with really um i can remember not being able to run the ball very effectively towards the later half of the year um i had to rely a lot on matthew stafford so my wish list is anybody good on the offensive line not named tutu Iwo. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> what if they draft an offensive lineman named tutu atwell are you gonna be okay <laughs> that would Man. be amazing babo follow up here what are you what's your wish list for the rams nothing we're good. Ernest Jones. <laughs> that Ernest actually does save Christmas. Um, they are pretty scary close to being uh, in a rough shape at wide receiver, in my opinion. I don't think Van Jefferson's good. Tutu Atwell, I don't think is good. You know, Cup's older. A-Rob's older. We did run out Ben Squaronic in the Super Bowl, and that didn't go over very well. Nope. I agree with Lizzie. The offensive line is a big position of need because – 
you know, even though everybody wants to say Cam Akers is back, I mean, he trucked Buda Baker, which was cool, and he caught a wheel route, which was awesome. But he also averaged 1.8 yards per carry in like five games to finish the season. But so did Daryl Henderson. Daryl Henderson averaged like two yards per carry. So it wasn't like it was just him that was bad. I think that offensive line just kind of sucks. But, you know, we got a Super Bowl. And honestly, the other, the the macro, not the Macri, but the macro position Love here. That. Love that. Would be, you know, are you trading the Super Bowl? And you're not. The answer is no. But, are, I mean, any of these picks in this round been worth it? You know, like, in hindsight, it's kind of like, who freaking cares about any of these first? Are they, any of these first going to really elevate your team that much i believe you're literally dogging our live stream that we did to cover all these first round picks <laughs> no probably. i'm just talking about like in the nfl like any first round picks that like the rams just ship off just for whatever like i don't know I, i'm starting to kind of come around on the whole the whole uh the whole idea of it i believe that it was robert mays who said you know what the rams are gonna do night one of the draft they're gonna sit there and they're gonna stare at the lombardi trophy yep exactly and their mansion and you think about it the main goal is to have your first round pick be the 32nd pick right That's right mm -hmm. so i worked last year why not keep doing it why not you could have uh super bowl or who is the who's the last pick there I forget that safe lewis scene yeah, yeah lewis scene or cameron bynum bye bye bynum oh bobby <laughs> we did get bobby to sing we did get bobby to sing i love it all right so addy fresh off that hell uh what do you want the vikings to do the rest of the draft who cares right we're playing. We're hey, listen. We're playing a brand new golf course tomorrow. I'm here with Evan and Lee in the flesh. Who cares? All right, folks. You can tell at what stage of drinking. I'd like. To, I'd like to get Malik Willis if we can find a way to do that. That'd be cool. <laughs> Add some receivers, obviously. I mean, like Sky Moore would be tight. Um, yeah. I mean, who cares, right? Who cares though? <laughs> we're playing a brand new course tomorrow. That's gonna be his answer for everything uh, until he hits about 18 balls into the woods. Sure. Realistically, how though, low we going? How low we going tomorrow? I'm holding one every single time. <laughs> holding one in every He's shooting 18 tomorrow. Shooting 18. Let's go. Let's go. All right. We're playing 36 tomorrow. Let's go. Hey, my uh, quick uh, little uh, estimation here. Uh, Seahawks trade up to get Malik Willis. They have two Ooh. picks coming up here pretty soon. The second. Okay. Could definitely yeah. see that. How low are you going, Bob? Uh, probably 118. <laughs> Whatever we're talking says, about a high plus, slope guys yeah. so it's gonna be a very high slope on this course i mentioned the colts i hope go wide receiver offensive line uh we desperately need some offensive line help some wide receiver help i do not want to see ty hilton back out there and as much as i love ashton doolin and michael strawn hopeful and i do not believe in pair ass campbell sorry john do not send me another trade uh for him para ass pair ass campbell as what john likes to refer to him as anytime he can sneak ass in to insult someone he's gonna do it folks. look at you macri an ass man so yeah he's an ass hey, man that's for sure john did you think it uh at all about your son max huh triple x you know the, our, our first son luke i actually brought it up I, and this was before max crosby um, so that was after quickly yeah, well, Luke Skywalker, but yeah, we could, we could use Kikley. The Star Trek. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, Max Macri. I feel like that was a missed opportunity. Yeah, wife wouldn't go for that one. Oh, well, you tried. Can you get her on? Yeah, you, yeah. you say you believe in pressure, but you won't. You say you believe in pressure, but you won't name your son Max. <laughs> I'm a fraud. I named him Miles Garrett. <laughs> 
Oh, all right. Yeah, but pressures are all that matters, John. <laughs> <laughs> all right, John, the ass man. What do you want the Cleveland Browns to do in this draft? Oh, God. Browns. Um, That's why he's I mean, an ass man. <laughs> I mean, I feel like wide receiver for the Browns, right? Who do they got over there now? They got Donovan Peoples Jones, Mari Cooper, Rashard Higgins. Rashard Higgins. Gotta love Higgins. Yeah, I still think wide receiver. I mean, maybe somebody like a George Pickens, if he can mm-hmm. get there, or Sky Moore. Um, but I don't think, I think I like Sky Moore. I'm with Evan. I, I like Sky Moore quite a bit. And I think Tennessee is still a really good fit for him if he can go there. Mm. All right. There's your Browns take, Joey, 49ers. It's uh, nice. We got like three teams in a row here that have no first round picks. So we're getting a nice little peek forward here. What do you want your 49ers to do? Uh, they need some offensive line help. But uh, honestly, at that 61 spot, I would, wouldn't mind seeing who falls from the edge class. I mean, I, I really think they need to add an impact pass rusher to play across from Nick Bosa for that defensive line. That, that's when they, they played their best football when they were getting at the quarterback. So allow Eric Armstead to slide inside a little more, get a little interior pressure. But that's what I'd like to see, honestly. All right, there we go. And Trip, I believe you are a Dallas Cowboys fan. So, um, what did you think of the the first pick? And uh, it sounds like you weren't a huge fan, but what do you want the team to do the rest of the draft? Yeah, I mean, it was it was drafting in a position of need, and the guy that the Cowboys wanted to fall there didn't fall, and so they took their backup plan. And I yeah, don't love that guy, but he, you know, I get it. Um, well, I guess we're back. You know, the Cowboys' memo seems this year to take that position of need. In my opinion, I think the the choice in round two is to get a cornerback, and so. A guy like Kyler Gordon from Washington or Roger McCreary from Auburn would be good fits uh, based on number 24 overall in the second round. So that's what I'll be looking for. I don't, I'm not expecting a lot of aggressiveness from the team. <clears throat> all right. So there we go, folks. Hope you all have enjoyed this live stream. This goes out to Cabell. Woo-wee. There you go. <laughs> Very subdued. Thank you for not waking Paxton up from a deep slumber. I appreciate that, Addy. Uh, Evan. Talk to the folks. Uh, we we, uh, we want to plug here as we sign off Reality Sports Online, our favorite uh, fantasy football platform for Dynasty Leagues. You, Boo Bam, doing some rankings. Going to be out Monday, I believe. This is going to be offensive and defensive rankings for the rookies. Uh, how's, that, how's that process been? It's been exciting just digging into the class, learning a lot more about the players, figuring out who has the potential to be IDP relevant and and who is dependent upon landing spot to determine who is going to move up and move down in these rankings. So far, I've got them into tiers. I know Boo Bam and I have been putting in some work here. So I'm really excited to see how tomorrow pans out because I think that's going to have one of the biggest impacts in some of these players that you'll actually be looking to draft in your IDP leagues. And uh, yeah, I'm really excited to get those out for you guys so you can hop in on RSO and, and check out those rankings and get some drafts going and yeah, just play on that platform and, and check out these players. So very exciting. That's right. Promo code IDP show for 10% off your site fee for 2022. Check it out. So we know Addy's going to be golfing. We know Lee's going to be golfing. We know Bobby's going to be golfing. Me and Evan are going to be disc golfing. Uh, so let's talk to the analysts who are actually going to be doing some work to uh, promote and recap this draft here and not just the idiots who are in the so shack. Uh, so John, why don't you tell the folks what you've got coming up here to, uh, recap this draft. Any, anything dropping on PFF we should look out for? Yeah, I'll do the rookie ranks. Um, they'll come out, uh, next week as well. Um, I think I'll do top 50, uh, which we did last year. Um, it'll just be the IDPs. I I know 
uh, Harditz and uh, Dwayne McFarlane, those guys are doing the offense side. So that'll, that'll all be coming out uh, early next week as well. And then I don't even know. I haven't really planned much. I think I'll do maybe favorite landing spots for, for rookies. I'll do uh, veterans impacted by the draft and things like that. All IDP stuff. That's right. You and I will be hopping on Saturday. I think our boy Evan's going to join as well. And anybody else in this room definitely will not be there, but all are welcome to join us to talk best and worst landing spots for IDP. So look forward to that in the feed Saturday night. And uh, Joey, what do you got coming up that we can look forward to? Uh, I'm going to have to add in rookies to uh, the yearly projections. Just to get a, a little update there. Second one, second update, and then I'll probably do it again last week of uh, preseason uh, and then just start doing all the landing spots for the uh, IDP guys, rookie draft mag. There we go. Got about 23 of those to do. All right. Trip. What about you, my friend? What do you got coming up? Well, dynasty football factory has been putting out to rapid reaction pieces all night. In fact, I'm looking at my screen right now and a man doc at doc FFF and on Twitter is just put out his Kyle Hamilton rapid react. I'm looking forward to reading that. I'm on round two, so I'll be keeping busy cranking those out tomorrow during round two, and then he's going to come back around me for me for round three. So Doc's a beast, but um, I got to try to keep up with him. And that man knows the scouting too, so y'all check him out if you haven't yet. Love that. And uh, Trip also contributing to the IDP draft kit that we're doing with IDP guys, so make sure to check that out, idpguys.org and the idpdraftkit.com. Early bird pricing, 50% off. Only 10 bucks ends on Saturday. So make sure you pick up the IDP draft kit. Trip is writing up basically a beginner's guide to defensive schemes for people who are new to IDP. Him mm. and Kyle B, if Kyle B is still among the living come the end of this draft, are going to be writing up some blurbs on sleepers, breakouts, and busts. Kyle B's got his vacated snaps report in there. So lots of good stuff we got coming up for y'all. Make sure to check that out, the idpdraftkit.com, as well as Reality Sports Online, promo code IDP show to get 10% off. Fellas, Dr. Lezis, especially Evan, the young king, thank you all for traveling down to BG to be in the house. I hope your first time here in the Pod Palace uh, was a success, Lezis. Yeah, absolutely. I really appreciate you guys having me down. Um, coming down from, from Columbus, a little six hour drive, but. Bowling Green is is you know a very nice place. I'm excited to, to tee off tomorrow with Addy. We want to set some course records. So mm-hmm. yeah, but the course very- the course is a day old, so <laughs> yeah. that I feel like is inevitable. Yeah, <laughs> still, yeah. I mean a course record, a course record, no matter yeah. where it is or how old it is. So sure, sure, sure. And uh, Evan, thank you for flying up from Phoenix to be in the house with us, and thanks for tipping the picks. Of course, my pleasure. What, what about me and Adam? Yes, huh? You thankful for us, Josh? Yeah, we just chopped liver. <laughs> we just something to look at easy on the ice. So sorry, I'm being too loud. Your baby's sleeping. I'm sorry about that, Josh. <laughs> We're going to get out of here so I can murder this man to my right. Thank you all for tuning in. Thank you to Trip, Joey, and John. Connie in absentia. He's been asleep for about three hours with his eyes open. So we appreciate him as well. Thank you to everyone in this room. I appreciate some of you more than others. You're welcome, brother. Hey, uh, my pleasure, brother. Keep the circus together.
Yeah, I try my best. I try hey, to I love it. you, man. You better quit hey, I love your shoulder. You. This is not comfortable at all. <laughs> we'll have this episode out in the feed for our podcast listeners, and make sure to check back in on Saturday. We'll be with Johnny Mac talking best and worst landing spots. Until then, y'all take care. IDP's out. <laughs>